0: Childhelp.org. We've helped millions of people help millions of children, and we can help you. All calls are anonymous and confidential, so remember, 1-800-4-A-CHILD, or visit www.childhelp.org. Childhelp. Trust your instincts. A public service message brought to you by Child Help and the Ad Council.
1: It's Ben Maller. It's the Ben Maller Show. Nationwide, coast
2: to coast. The idea that Tomlin's going to be fired is not a real world idea. It's more of an annoyance than anything else. There is little uncertainty that Tomlin is going to be somewhere else next. So they won't be coaching the students. it will be on the unemployment line. This is not in doubt. Uh, now, why is this? the key part of this story, which is making the rounds here about the Steelers, the very important part of it, is, uh, two words, limited partners. Uh, these are bit owners. These are minority owners. Uh, you know what that means? They have no muscle. They have no muscle. Well, you, you cannot make you cannot make changes unless you've got a majority state. You can be an annoyance
3: and you can be a nuisance, but to actually make changes, that starts at the top.
1: Ben, ben Maller. The Ben Maller Show.
3: I'm sorry, we're on the air right now.
1: Weeknights, 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. On Fox. KKSE. Parker. Denver. Home of the Nuggets. Home of the Avalanche. Altitude 950 Denver's All Sports Station. Live from the Altitude 950 Studios. The Vic Lombardi Show starts now.
4: He's the only one who knows what the buttons and dials do. Jesse Trujillo! He's the newlywed who hasn't yet established good boundaries. Mario, O He's a millennial who keeps this train on track Sort of Will H.W. Peterson He's the smartest man in Denver sports media And he wrote about it in July James Merlat, And he's the star of the show The center of the morning universe The one and only Vic Lombardi
5: I think things were going kind of easy for us um, We let our guard down a little bit And they kind of blitzed us and then once they did that, man, we're scrambling to find to pick the pieces back up, and you know, it, was, it was it was a tough one, man.
6: Let our guard down a little bit, indeed. A nine-point halftime lead turns into yet another gut-wrenching loss for the Denver Nuggets last night at the Staples Center in L.A. Welcome to the Vic Lombardi Show. Vic taking some well-earned PTO. Heck, he probably went to bed about five hours ago with how late that game ended in L.A. I am Will Peterson, joined by James Manchester Merrillat. Another loss for the Nuggets that we will dissect that people are frustrated about. Yep, it goes
7: on the list with multiple other games that are ones that at the end of the year you're going to look back on and go, oh God, they shouldn't have let that one go. I mean, how many are on that at this point? There's the road game at Indiana. There's the home game against the Sixers. There's the home game against the Hawks. I mean, the list. There's a road
6: game against Dallas. There's the two Minnesota. Minnesota. There's the the game in New Orleans where they wouldn't listen what direction Drew Holiday was going to go. Eight. They could be a a top 3 seed in the West very easily right now. I mean, now.
7: they're 23 and 22 if the newspaper was actually updated after a late game, which I believe it was. That sounds right. 23 and 22. Indeed. There are 8 games that they really should have won. If they win half of them, half of them, and are 27 and 18, we're skipping down Colorado Boulevard this morning. We're elated with where this team is. Half the games they should have won if they would have found a way we would be ecstatic, and I have a hard time, other than the Chicago game at home, where they played so poorly. They were down 39-30 at the end of one, had a huge hole. They came back from it, and Will Barton made the shot at the end to win it. I can't think of another game where I look at it and go, they stole one, right? So it's not as though, well, they've, they've blown eight, but they've stolen eight, and that's out. It, that's just not this, the, the case with this with this team. Uh, yeah, so it is tough to not be frustrated on a Thursday morning in the Mile High City.
6: So much to do on the Vic Lombardi show today. We'll talk to Kyle Keefe at 9 o'clock. I assume that conversation will be a little happier because we do have to remember the Avs are rolling and they have a huge game tonight. We'll also talk to sports psychologist Dr. Travis Heath at 9:30. Want to ask him about the state of this Nuggets team, but also the state of the Ads because over at Pepsi Center right now, you, you, you've got one team that clearly needs to figure some things out, and you've got another team that clearly everything is clicking. Fascinating time to be a Denver sports fan. Sports fan, but James, real quick before we get into big news right now, you made a life decision that you might be regretting. Uh, yes.
7: So, you know, you get the cable bill every month. Right. And it just gets larger and larger and larger and larger. Part of it is I'm old. Right. Like you look at it and go, I, I remember when cable was like 70 bucks a month and I thought it was expensive. Now they bundle everything together and it's like, you know, three hundred dollars. And I watch like six channels. Right. I watch Altitude. I watch maybe a little ESPN if there's a game. I never watch SportsCenter ever. Uh I'm a little bit of a nerd, so maybe I'll watch some Smithsonian. Like that's it. Most of the time I'm on Netflix, my kids are on YouTube. We very rarely watch cable TV. So we decided, hey, let's, you know, let's be smart. Let's be out in front of this. This is where things are trending. Let's cut the cord. Ooh. Right? And then so we had not enough channels. I couldn't watch the national championship game at home, which wasn't great. (laughs) Like, okay, maybe we need to rethink this. So we upgrade a little bit to basic, whatever. Well last night we we sit down and we're gonna watch a channel or a new show on Amazon. This is great. We got a subscription, let's do it. The other problem with cutting the cord or downsizing our cable package is they slow down your internet speed.
6: Oh. So now you don't that have to be a game changer.
7: So now you don't we don't have enough bandwidth It just keeps popping up. You don't have enough bandwidth to watch this show on Amazon. Same thing applies to Netflix, same thing applies to YouTube, whatever. So they just have you trapped. You're a hundred percent trapped. Because the same people who provide the cable provide the internet, at least where I live, and you're stuck. So now we're right back where we always were. You gotta have all these channels you're not gonna watch, so you can have the internet speed to watch the stuff you wanna watch. And I'm not particularly happy about it.
6: I will give you a tip. It is all about getting the right customer service representative who will help you out. So just keep calling back because it's such a big call center that eventually you'll get someone who's in a good enough mood and will help you out. I just can't wait till I have the a la carte menu where I can say
7: these are the seven channels I want. And I would pay double of what probably goes to those channels now out of my cable bill because that's what I actually picked. That's what I want.
6: You were in Vegas, I assume, because I don't know where else you would have been the day Vic and I went on and on and on about net neutrality. Uh, Vic had some strong takes that day. We battled pretty hard on it. Uh, it sounds like I would have had someone in my corner that morning. Yes.
7: So it was a frustrating evening in the Maryland household.
6: Okay you going to be all right? I'm fine. Okay. I'm good. I'm, yeah. You know,
7: uh, I, other than frustrated by the Nuggets game, I'm 100% good. That was just the thing. I'm like, it's a no-win situation. I don't like the no-win situation. That's
6: what bothers me about it. You know what's funny is if you had just been able to watch your show and the Nuggets had just won, I'd be in a great mood. We wouldn't be talking about any exactly. of this. Exactly. It's a first world problem. All right. It's 7.07 here on the Vic Lombardi Show. Vic out and about today with some well-earned PTO. James Merillat, Will Peterson with you till 10. Let's do the big news right now.
8: the The big story we're following this morning. What caught everyone's attention?
6: The big news. Well, the big news in my eyes is that it's 106-104. Blake Griffin misses a couple massive free throws. The Denver Nuggets have a chance to tie or take the lead. Nikola Jokic is in the post. Will Barton's got the basketball. This is what happens. 14.6 left.
2: Inbound goes to Nikola Jokic. Dribbling a handoff to Gary Harris. He goes to the point. Left side pass over to Will Barton. Eight on the game clock. Barton goes to the left hand. Drives down to the baseline. Lost it going up. It's a turnover for Denver with 2.2 seconds to go.
9: Wow. Never even got a shot off.
6: You can hear the the frustration in Jason Misky's voice. A very good call, but also a frustrated cause. Cause was not alone. Uh, Twitter last night after that game was pretty darn fascinating to watch. Michael Malone in the post game points out this one doesn't end without some controversy.
10: That was uh, it was a bad call. I just watched it in the in the film room. Uh, the shot clock was started before we had possession. When we gained possession of the ball, there was 22 seconds on the shot clock already. So that's two valuable seconds. So now when Gary gets it over, it's going down to 15 seconds, and they call the violation. But uh they'll see it. We'll see it in the last two-minute report tomorrow that the shot clock was started way too early. The Avs
6: have had some tough luck with the referees this year. Nuggets, latest team, to have some tough luck last night. We'll dive more into that throughout the show. One point on that.
7: Um Can Gary Harris see the shot clock? Yes.
11: Okay. we
7: can see that it's clicking toward 16 while he walks up the court. Sure.
6: Okay. It is the Vic Lombardi Show, and Vic told us about his project yesterday, looking for these secret tunnels in Los Angeles, that there was almost this big fight in the NBA. If you missed it on Altitude TV last night, Altitude TV, at Altitude TV on Twitter, tweeted the link out. Go check it out, but we'll give you a little sampling right now.
12: There was a big to-do the other night here at Staples Center between the L.A. Clippers and the Houston Rockets. After the game, members of the Rockets gained access to the Clippers' room, and they did so behind a secret tunnel. We will discover it. All right, we're going to start opening doors. I know it's here. That is the cheerleading question. That's a mistake. My bad. This might say kids' room, but we know better, don't we? Yes, we do. Oh. There's kids here? Is this a tunnel to the Clippers locker room by chance? No? Okay. Smells like fresh cement in here. A room behind a room. Let's go.
13: Hello? Hey. I'm
6: locked out. There's nothing in here. You can check that out on Twitter, at Altitude TV. I just retweeted it from at Altitude 950 as well. It's a little over two minutes long. Watch the whole thing. Well done, Vic. Pretty funny. All right, if you've got a frown on your face this morning because of what happened with the Nuggets, well, turn that frown upside down because we want to see you at the Pepsi Center tonight. Abs are going for eight in a row. We remember what happened last time they took the ice.
2: Rebound picked up by
6: big old Carl. Soderbergh, Sony pass, shot, back down in front, around, shot,
2: save, rebound, Score! It trickled through Miller, hit the post and goes in. And the Avs have taken a one-nothing lead over Anaheim has come on, let it fly. Nieto digging after it.
6: The Avs got that 3-1 win over the Ducks. Manchester, it feels like it's been forever since they last played. It does. Two things. Did he just call him big old Carl? Yeah, that's
7: kind of been coming a line that Moses using more and more as big old Carl. And second thing, this is just anecdotal. But here's how the Avs have started to capture the attention of the city. Taking the whole fam tonight.
0: Woo! Yeah.
7: On a, thir- on a school night, we're all heading down to Pepsi Center because we want to watch the Avs. Oh, as the kids say, it's going to be lit can't, down at can't the Pepsi wait. Center. Can't wait. Kids tonight. are excited. I'm excited. My wife's excited. It's going to be a fun night.
6: There is not a ton of NFL or Broncos news, and we're not going to shove it down your throats. We promise you that. But this situation in New Orleans is Fascinating.
8: A strong relationship, a strong bond, a strong respect. And um, I feel certainly a part of my motivation is that I want to continue to prove him right for having me be his quarterback.
6: Hmm. Drew Brees saying all the right things. Sean Payton still silent.
7: Boy, we just like to make stories out of nothing, don't we? Just like to make stories out of nothing.
6: Do you know how easily... Sean Payton could crush all this, and he's choosing not to? I, uh,
7: I I get that. I get that. I think we're reading into things. But, hey, that's the fun of it. Let's connect dots and see if we can get them connected correctly. Uh, later in the show when we talk about this, it will also be interesting to take a look at Mel Kuyper's first mock draft. Mm. And when you see who the Broncos take, I'm wondering if it will change your mind on hoping that this falls apart in New Orleans.
6: I will tell you this, and I can't tell you the specifics. But Jeff Legwald was in studio with Julie Brownman and Scott Hastings. Leggy and I had a pretty interesting off-the-record chat that opened my eyes a little bit.
7: Are you going to put it on the record? Are you going to let us know what happened? Or are you just no. going
6: to okay. because the understanding was it was off Jesus. the record? The mics were off. Okay. Maybe I'll tell you, but I'm, right. not, I'm not going to spit into this microphone, All especially right. after what happened yesterday on this show. It was a great show. It was a great show. Don't get me wrong. When
7: Vic revealed that at 12 years old, he was the first person to discover a
6: murder-suicide.
7: At 12! Because his dad sent him to go be the rent collector.
6: Explains a lot. It so explains a lot. (sighs) Man, I can't even imagine. Vic Lombardi taking some well-earned PTO. Uh, Honestly, he probably went to bed like two hours ago. That game ended at an un ridiculous hour in L.A. Nuggets lose. We'll dive into it next with Pipey Not Takes.
1: 950, Denver's all-sports station, Krekman and Harris.
3: Coming up on the Thursday edition of Krekman and Harris, start your weekend with us as we recap the Nuggets versus the Clippers. Plus,
14: we'll check in with Katie Wingy from the Denver Nuggets. Big game for the Nuggets Wednesday night. Did they survive the Clippers? We'll also check in with LG, Lauren Gardner, who covers the Colorado Avalanche. They're back on the ice Thursday night. It's Krekman and Harris, 3 o'clock Thursday. Every
15: weekday afternoon, 3 to 6,
1: only on altitude 950
15: at discover we believe anniversaries should be a time of celebration not obligation that's why we think annual fees are ridiculous and now just for giving us a try we're going to give new card members a one-year anniversary gift they'll never forget at the end of your first year we'll match all the cash back you've earned dollar for dollar no caps and no catches because we know if you try us you'll like us and that's worth every penny Try it and believe it at discover.com slash match. Cash back match offer only for new card members. Limitations apply.
16: Larry H. Miller Ram Truck Center 104th is Colorado's first choice. With over 1,000 vehicles to choose from, we have some amazing deals during our Start Something New event. Like buy a 2017 Ram 1500 Bighorn for just $31,499. It's how we say thanks for making us Colorado's number one volume dealer yet again. Larry H. Miller Ram Truck Center. Ramdenver.com. Driven by you. Stock 4430 MSV 48930.
1: No down payment. Rebates include 4250 Denver BC. Retail cash 2500. Journey leasey fifteen hundred Denver owner loyalty thirty two fifty bonus cash by credit card capital
16: bonus unapproved credit card includes five nine nine dealer handling fee plus tax idling license offer ends one thirty one eighteen.
4: Tune in tonight on
0: Altitude. As your Colorado Avalanche look for a win at home against the San Jose Sharks. Watch tonight with free game at six p.m. and puck drop at seven p.m. Check us out on the web at altitudesports.com for channel numbers in your area. And don't forget to like Altitude on Facebook for game previews and exclusive interviews with your favorite Avalanche players and coaches. Altitude Sports, your TV home of the Colorado Avalanche.
14: Do you want to sit course side to watch your Nuggets play the Boston Celtics on January 29th? Visit any Colorado Key Bank location between January 15th and January 27th and ask a branch representative how you can enter the Key Bank Feet on the Wood sweepstakes to win court side seats for you and a friend. Go to nuggets.com slash keybank feed on wood for rules. That's nuggets.com slash keybank feed on wood. Keybank, member FDIC.
15: What's at Lamar's Donuts that
17: you won't find at any ordinary donut shop? How about gourmet indulgences of the highest quality? Lamar's Donuts are always made by hand daily and with only the best ingredients. That was Ray's Way. Come enjoy our delicious donuts at one of our nine conveniently located Colorado Lamar's. And also visit us online at lamars.com. That's lamars.com,
3: where we have simply a better donut. The Army National Guard is committed to keeping the country safe and our communities secure. and rescue missions for floods, combating wildfires, hurricane and tornado recovery, and the presidential inauguration, the Army National Guard. We are always ready. We are always there. And in every state and territory, we stand guard for our communities. To learn more, log on to NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Colorado Army National Guard. Aired by the Colorado Broadcasters Association and this station. <laughs> The
1: Altitude 950 traffic update.
18: Extra delay coming into downtown on Southbound I-25. Traffic brought to you by the Foundation for a Better Life. There are A couple earlier accidents, Southbound I-25 at 84th Avenue. And in the backups, there was a six-car pileup blocking the express and left through lane. So trying to recover from that, that accident was at the Thornton Parkway. Winston Churchill's words stirred his country in the face of defeat. Today, they inspire us to reach for our own victories. Commitment, pass it on. From the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude. 950.
1: Altitude 950. Denver's All Sports Station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi.
9: Uh,
10: You know, we talked at halftime. The reason we were up only four turnovers in the first half for four points, and then we come out in that second half and turn the ball over 17 times uh, for 19 points. So, uh, that's back-to-back nights where defenses have turned up the pressure, turned up the heat, and we have not handled it well.
6: That's Nuggets head coach Michael Malone after a tough loss last night in L.A. Welcome back to the Vic Lombardi Show. Vic taking some well-earned PTO this morning. James Manchester, Marilat, Will H.W. Peterson with you until 10. We do it every segment, or excuse me, every whatever. I can't talk right now. You know what I'm about to say. This is when we do our hot takes. Ah!
1: Because I spit hot fire. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station, and the Vic Lombardi Show present Piping Hot Takes. Brought to you by Porter at Venice Hospital. Top 5% in the nation for robotic prostate surgery. It's Manchester's Hot Take.
7: H.W., were you uh, frustrated watching the end of that Nuggets game? Yeah. Were you pulling out your hair?
6: No. Um... I've had my fair share of of kind of Twitter meltdowns when it comes to the Broncos. I'm done with those. I'm not going to do that any longer. But I was
7: frustrated, yes. I, I was pulling out my hair, and it was the deja vu aspect of it. I was just watching it going, I have seen this movie. I have seen this play. I have seen this TV show. I have read this book over and over and over again. It's a team that can't execute in the half court when they have to. It's bad situational basketball late in games. It's wasted empty possessions. We heard it on Kaz's call. Didn't even get a shot off in the last eight seconds when they've got the ball in their hands and they're down two. It's very, very frustrating. And I get why Nuggets fans are upset. And you go to Twitter last night and they're calling for heads to roll. But here's the mystery of it to me. If you want to have heads roll, how is that going to change anything? Because we've seen this exact same thing with three, at least three head coaches. We, we had the same conversation with George Carl. We had the same conversation with Brian Shaw. We've had the same conversation now with Michael Malone. We've had the same conversation with two different general managers. It was Masai Ujiri's team we had the same thing. It was Tim Connolly's team we've had the same thing. And we've had the same conversation with, what, 30 different players? I mean, it the. It it isn't any different than when it was the Mellow team. It isn't any different than when it was the Gallo team right after the big Mellow trade. It isn't any different than it's been the last couple of years when it's been Jokic's team. It's the same thing over and over and over again. It's the Groundhog Day aspect of it that is frustrating. But the mystery of it is I don't have an answer because it's never the same characters. Well, like, that, that's rare for you because you have an answer on almost everything in this town. It's watching the same movie, reading the same play, or seeing the same play, reading the same book, but it's a different author, it's different characters, yet it's the same plot all the time over and over and over again. So my hot take today is don't necessarily be pointing fingers at certain people or asking for heads to roll unless you can tell me how that's going to change things. Because those changes in the past haven't fixed it it is a mystery wrapped in an enigma wrapped in a conundrum i don't know what's going on but man i want to see a different ending to this show at some point
1: it's hw's hot take
6: I would agree with you real quickly. There was a lot of yahoos on Twitter last night. uh I'll just be honest, calling for Michael Malone's job, and I, I, I just thought that was asinine. They were playing without two of their four best players. They have four indispensable players, right, for the yes. next couple of years. It's Paul Millsap, Nikola Jokic, Gary Harris, and Jamal Murray. Two of the four didn't play. If the Broncos on the way to Super Bowl 50 didn't play that day without Peyton Manning and Von Miller... They wouldn't have won Super Bowl 50. So, perspective, people. And I know coming from me that's kind of ironic, but perspective on this Nuggets team right now. I'm going to move over to something a little happier. The Colorado Avalanche looking for eight in a row tonight against uh, the San Jose Sharks over at the Pepsi Center. And, man, they are the best story in hockey right now. It was the Vegas Golden Knights. It is now the Colorado Avalanche. Did Moj show you his phone yesterday when he was bouncing around the office like a little kid? No. He's getting texts from every city in North America. Got to come on, Moj. Got to come on. You got 10 minutes? You got 15 minutes? You got 12 minutes? Need you, Moj. What's going on in Colorado? What's going on in Denver? Why are these abs so hot right now? If you're a Nuggets fan, keep being a Nuggets fan. But please, if you're like me and you, you felt a, a little, just a tinge of of your love for hockey kind of dwindle recently and now it's all flooding back, then get back to the Avs. Listen to them on Altitude 950 tonight. Watch them on Altitude TV. Or here's a novel concept. Go to the Pepsi Center and meet Manchester and the Little Degenerates because that's where they'll be. That's where I'll be tonight. Manchester's going to be there. I'm going to be there. If Vic wasn't on PTO, maybe he'd be there. Moj is going to be there. I assume Birdo's going to be there. Dan Tanner, who you hear on Scott and Julie's show, is gonna be there. This is a monumental time to be an Avs fan, and they're gonna lose at some point. And it may be tonight. It may be Saturday against the Rangers. What? I don't wanna be the guy who goes and I'm the, uh, I'm the jinx. It'd be very Manchester. God, that would be. It'd be very Manchester. So I'm not gonna sit here and tell you the Avs are gonna win every game the rest of the year, cause that's not how sports work when you play, uh, 82 of them. But this is special right now, and in life, when things are special, you need to seize opportunities, and you need to seize them in a big way. I've You've heard me hot take it the last few days. If Nathan McKinnon wants to talk about the Stanley Cup, then I'm going to talk about the Stanley Cup. But you say that stuff, you got to back it up. I assume the Avs will back it up tonight, but I ain't jumping anywhere if they do lose because, again, they are going to lose at some point, but right now... The Colorado Avalanche are the most exciting team in Denver, Colorado, and it's not even close.
7: Wait a minute. So your hot take is enjoy the moment? Mm-hmm. That's very un-HW of you. I would agree with you, though. I mean, good times tend to be fleeting. Sorry, that sounds kind of like a downer, but that's the truth. When you're in the middle of good times, and you know you're in the middle of good times, because a lot of in a lot of situations, you don't know until you're looking in the rearview mirror, right? Right. But when you know you're in the middle of good times, then just embrace it, enjoy the moment, and get along for the ride. And that's the
6: abs right now.
7: Why, I'll be there.
6: And it's it's a little bit, too, of like, stay in your lane, be humble, right? Stay in your lane and be humble. But also know that you could, you could throw this city a parade in June. Can you imagine if I had told you three or four months ago we always like to talk about parades, and you know me, I'm a big parade okay. guy.
7: Alright, let's, let's pump the brakes a little bit.
6: The kid who Greg Wyshinski, who's the best known hockey writer in North America, said is the MVP right now, said the other day to me that he wants this team to get a cup or bust attitude. And with his leadership and Gabe Landeskog's leadership, cup or bust attitude could develop. I'm not saying it's there yet. There's a long ways to go. But you look at those standings. I mean, right now, St. Louis has 57 points. The Avs have 51 points. St. Louis is in a position to host a playoff series. Guess how many games in hand St. Louis has on the ABS? Four. And the Avs are only six points back. I ain't very good at math, but that math works out for me. All right. I, I mean,
7: I'm on board. I like the cup or bust mentality. I'm just not sure we need to call the mayor and start blocking off streets.
6: I would agree with that. I would agree with that. But just hearing that from Nathan McKinnon showed me that this team is supremely confident right now. And if someone's supremely confident, you just got to ride that wave as long as you can. I'm with you. You got the Vic Lombardi show on Altitude 950.
1: Here's what's happening at Altitude 950. Hey ABS fans, come down to Choppers
2: on South Madison and Cherry Creek on Friday from 5.30 to 7.30 p.m. Enter to win tickets for the ABS and the Rangers game on January 20th plus a Zamboni ride and Avalanche merchandise. Also meet the Avalanche Ice Girls and enjoy Jaeger Meister drink specials. That's at Choppers and Cherry Creek this Friday.
1: Get more info now. At altitude950.com.
17: Here's your National Western Stock Show Update brought to you by Lifetime Windows Inciting. Today's highlights include two pro rodeo performances and an evening of dancing horses. Tickets and info at nationalwestern.com. Also, today your regular grounds admission includes kids' activities, livestock shows, Colorado's largest Western trade show, and more. This National Western Stock Show update is brought to you by Lifetime Windows and Sighting. Great windows at a fair price. Call one eight hundred. Windows or go online to
12: LifetimeWindowsColorado.com today. Over a $135 million. That's how much money the C3 group recovered for its clients just in 2017. The C3 Group is a group of licensed public insurance adjusters. Engineers, appraisers, meteorologists, and other experts here to help you with your insurance claims. Consider them a go-between between between you and your insurance. Let the C3 Group help you today. Visit the website at C3Adjusters.com. C3Adjusters.com.
11: Hi, I'm Keith Jones, Executive Chef for Mountain High Appliance, and I've been cooking up some exciting things for you in our Louisville and Colorado Springs showrooms. Wouldn't it be nice to see appliances in action before deciding to make them a part of your everyday life? We have over 250 live appliances and over 20 inspiring kitchens, and they're all available for you to try out for yourself. Want to know if your dream oven will bring that special family recipe to the next level? Come in to Mountain High Appliance and find out that yes, yes, it certainly will. Don't miss our live product demonstrations every weekend in our beautiful full-service kitchens. You'll learn all about your favorite appliances while professional chefs provide cooking tips and techniques. Become the pro of your new kitchen. Visit us online at mountainhighappliants.com and click on events to find out what's cooking. No RSVP required, so just come in and experience the difference. Mountain High Price
1: in your favorite appliance.
19: Pepsi Center is the place to be for Thursday and Friday night home games with Nuggets Night Out. Murray's
17: on the run,
19: and he throws it down. Get one ticket and one beer, and sit in the lower level for just $50. How's it
12: Can he hit again? You
19: betcha! The next Nuggets Night Out is Friday, January 19th, versus the Phoenix Suns at 7 p.m.
17: Jokic three to shoot. Fall back, baby!
19: Yes! Get your Nuggets Night Out tickets today at Nuggets.com, or by calling 303-287-DUNK. Do
17: you ever think about your garage door? I mean, you don't, really. It's one of those things you hit the button and it opens. But what if it doesn't? And it's snowing. Sure, you can just get out of the car and go into the house, but how come it didn't open? Family garage door will come out to your house and do a 21-point winter inspection. Balance level and align the garage door, lubricate the moving parts, and tighten the hinges. Just $49. So you can go on not thinking about your garage door. Schedule your inspection at FamilyGarageDoor.com.
14: Do you want to sit courtside to watch your Nuggets play the Boston Celtics on January 29th? Visit any Colorado KeyBank location between January 15th and January 27th and ask a branch representative how you can enter the KeyBank Feet on the Wood sweepstakes to win courtside seats for you and a friend. Go to Nuggets.com slash KeyBank Feet on Wood for rules. That's Nuggets.com slash KeyBank Feet on Wood. KeyBank, member FDIC.
18: You know Brakes Plus are the brake experts. Come experience the plus. From routine scheduled maintenance, computerized alignments, to shocks and struts, we do it all. Did you hit a curve? Come in for a free alignment check. Mention this ad and get a computerized alignment for only $60. Visit BrakesPlus.com to schedule your appointment today. Service you can trust at a price you can afford.
11: When America says give me a break, America comes to Brakes Plus.
1: 950 traffic update.
18: Very slow traffic on southbound I-25. It is basically stopped at a crawl 136 down to 84th Avenue from two accidents, one at 84th Avenue, one just after the Thornton Parkway. Traffic is brought to you by Unbound.org. Railroad crossing arms are malfunctioning at Havana and Smith Road, causing major delays in the area. We all got to where we are through hard work and a little help. Open a world of opportunity for a child or elder dreaming of a better tomorrow at Unbound.org. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950.
1: The Altitude 950 hotline is now open. Call 303-753-0950 to join the
4: show.
2: Lou Williams working against Gary Harris here. Gets a high pick from Blake, goes to the left hand, has a bad pass, and it goes out of bounds. No, it doesn't. Wesley Johnson for three.
5: Knocked it home.
2: That might be the backbreaker for the Denver Nuggets. They're down by seven with less than two minutes to go.
6: Jason Kosmisky there on the call. What's crazy is it wasn't the backbreaker. I agree with Kos. It was a great call. Nuggets got it to within two. Blake Griffin missed some free throws. They had the ball. Couldn't get shots off down the stretch. Welcome back to the Vic Lombardi Show. He's James Manchester Maryland. I'm Will H.W. Peterson. Uh, that's
7: what made it frustrating. I-, I mean, once again, couldn't get a good look, couldn't get shots off down the stretch. It's just, it's Groundhog Day. Empty possessions. It's just over and over and over again when they have to execute in the half court. And look, like I said in my hot take, this goes back a ways. Because what was always the frustration of the George Carl teams in the postseason? When Brian Shaw came in, he said, we're going to become a half court team because that's how you win in the postseason. Now, he forgot the part of, well, you got to get to the postseason. But the reason he said that is because the Nuggets under George Carl could not execute in the half court. They couldn't. It would be... On one end, the opposition would make two or three or four quick passes and get an open look, get a pretty easy shot. On the other end, it would be this struggle that turned into somebody taking a contested shot with one second on the shot clock Mm. over and over and over again. It's nothing new. That's what's infuriating.
6: Vic gets excited when we have callers on this show. We've got a caller on the line. My understanding is he wants a little piece of Manchester, which is always fun for me. So I'm going to get my popcorn ready. Zach, you're next on the Vic Lombardi Show. What's up, man? What's
20: going on, fellas? What's up, Zach? So um, I just have – I do have some beef with Malone, but it's not uncalled for because I understand that uh, we were missing two out of our four best players yesterday. The Clippers were missing DJ and Gallo, so that will be two out of their best three players. And I just do not understand where we're coming from when we are not holding Malone accountable for not holding Will Barton accountable. Will Barton has reached his prime as a nugget, and he has maxed out. It's time for him to go. He is so flat. He tries to play isolation ball, and if you're telling me that we have four franchise players that we need to base it off of, Gary Harris needs to get touches when Will Barton continuously runs isolation ball, and Malone just puts his hands in his pocket or crosses his hands, and just, I don't know, he chews on a mint or so I don't know what the hell he does half the time, but when he does that and he just allows Will Barton to do whatever he wants, that's not making this team better. When Wilson Chandler turns the ball over three times in two minutes, and Malone sits down, that's not making the team better. I understand where you're coming from, saying that we need to give him a break because we don't have two of our best four players. He's not developing anybody, and he said, "Oh, hang on, hang
7: on a second, hang on a second, Zach." And I get what you're saying, and I'm not—I didn't make the excuse that they didn't have two of the four best players. HW did. My hot take was that. I get why people are pointing the finger at Malone, but this is something that has occurred over and over and over again with three different head coaches, two different GMs, and 40 different players. It's almost as though people come to Denver and they forget how to execute. Let's go back to that New Orleans game earlier in the year. And Malone in the postgame said, and I forget which was left and which was right, but we told him, hey, Holiday likes to go left, don't let him go left, and they kept letting him go left. Hey, Anthony Davis likes to go right, don't let him go right, and they kept letting him go right. At some point... The players have to execute what was drawn up, and hey, we got to hold Will Barton accountable. Okay, I'm with you. Who are you going to have on the floor late in the game last night, other than Will Barton, when Jamal Murray isn't isn't there and Paul Millsap isn't there? Who, who's in Who's in the game at that point? I,
20: I believe that um, I was confused how Craig didn't play yesterday because he's a top three defender for us this year. Moutier came off with energy and. And I gotta say, Moody, I've been upset with Moutier since he arrived. He came out with energy yesterday that was lacking this last month. And if we're losing these ball games anyway, if we're not executing the last five minutes of every single game the last two months, give Moody a chance. He's twenty two years old. And we can't hang up on him. Will Barton is flat. Gary Harris came out yesterday, his jump shot was flat. Chandler has been flat all season long. These guys are flat. So if someone comes out with energy, we have to award that right now.
7: I I don't necessarily disagree with what you're saying. I guess for me, the mystery of it is, and, and you're right, you said they can't execute down the stretch in games. But, Zach, that's been the case for six, seven, eight years here in Denver. So it's hard for me to say that's Michael Malone's fault when I've been watching the same thing for years before Michael Malone ever got here. How, how can that be all his fault when it's been the same broken record over and over and over again?
20: I, I completely agree. And I, I, I believe Malone is a smart coach, and I believe that he has good intentions, and the execution isn't happening with the players. But this basketball organization needs to have continuity, and they need to see that, hey, we're a mid-market team. Carmelo left us, and unless we draft... Right again. We are not going to have a top five player. So we have to be an organization that moves around. And we have to be an organization that runs an office. Because Malone probably is drawing up plays after timeouts. And he probably is calling for a play in our half court game. But when it's not executing and he doesn't hold that accountable, I don't know if it's front office. Coming to the players, but it's you're right, it's been happening and it's unacceptable because there's guys out there, Fizdell. Fizzdell's out there right now and I know he can run an offense and I want to see something like that because I I think that if he comes in and if a coach like that comes in and this offense doesn't click, then we can State. we don't have
15: the answer. hey zach you're, you're, just, zach
6: you're an intelligent caller and we appreciate it but we gotta let you go all right man but thanks okay, for coming yeah. on we appreciate the show or we appreciate the call that was zach uh online one uh manchester but, but here, here's my your your rebuttal here's my point
7: all right so fizzle that's the guy that's the guy who memphis fired right the, the the coach that memphis uh let go earlier in the year if he if he comes in here why are these players suddenly going to start executing a play? Why are they suddenly going to start following direction? Why are they suddenly going to um, follow the game plan? If the game plan in New Orleans was don't let Holiday go left and don't let Davis go right, and they let it happen over and over and over again, what is Fisdell going to tell them that changes that? What? What? And and hold guys accountable. I understand that. That sounds good. That's what you would do. You know, if you were coaching. The, the, the team at the Y, but if you sit down Will Barton, right? Cause hey, the play was supposed to be get the ball inside to Jokic. We don't know. We don't know what the play was. It wasn't an isolation play and he took it upon himself to go ISO and he, and he lost the ball. Who are you putting in there? And look, he's right. Moody was good last night, but you're short-handed. Will Barton is one of your best scorers. He's going to be on the floor. You can't sit everybody. I, I just think it's, it's, it's this mystery. What is it that turns NBA players into brainlock guys once they put on a Nuggets jersey because it's been forty guys that can't execute. I mean, it, it, the San Antonio Spurs last night. Okay, down two with eight seconds to go. Down three with two and change to go. Do they get a shot off? At least one. Mm, probably. Probably. The Nuggets didn't get a didn't get the ball chucked toward the rim in either situation. Down two with eight seconds left, down three with two and change. That's frustrating. I get it. I understand why Zach's frustrated. I understand that, you know, most of the time when you're not executing, you're going to point the finger at the coach. I totally understand that. I'm just saying, as a longtime Nuggets fan, as a guy who's covered this team and been on the station that's been the home of this team for a decade, I've been saying this. We've been seeing the same thing over and over and over again. Michael Malone's been here for, what, three years of that? to and
6: change? Sure. How's and that, so how is it his fault when it was happening before he got here? Right, and the Nuggets have gotten better every year under Michael Malone. We have to keep right. that in mind, too. Like The trend is still upward. I know you're frustrated right now. I'm frustrated. I don't want to put words in your mouth, but you told me this morning you were frustrated just about 40 minutes of ago or whatever. I, I'm not going to lie. I was right. pulling my hair out watching that finish. Yeah. So we're frustrated too, but I'll fight you on almost anything. But I'm not going to fight you on this because your point about this is becoming a pattern with with the name on the front of the jersey, not not the personnel, right? On both a front office, a coaching, and a player level. Correct. And and and,
7: and listen, I, it's one of those rare times where I don't at least have a suggestion, right? Like I, we you know we play it in the intro. of, I always think I'm right and I think I have all the answers and Fine, whatever. I, I, you know, that's why I'm here. That's why I get in front of this microphone. And I'm stupefied. I, I really am. I, I don't know. I don't know what the problem is because it it does seem to be as soon as you put on that jersey, you forget how to execute in the half court. You forget situational basketball. You don't listen to direction. But it's been at least three head coaches, two GMs, and in all seriousness, the roster doesn't change over that much. But 25
6: different guys? No, it's more. Your number of 40 was right. I mean, think about Anthony Carter. Right. It's an uh-huh. inbound path. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we got to keep perspective this morning. And I know folks are frustrated, but I do think perspective is important Here, this Here's morning. the
7: one thing I would say, though, he, that, that I would firmly disagree with what Zach said. He said Michael Malone doesn't develop players. False. Totally false. Nikola Jokic is way better than when Michael Malone got here. Jamal Murray's way better. Gary Harris is light years better. So, Michael Malone and his staff have taken young players, and Zach said, "Hey, they got a draft guys." Okay, well they found guys in the middle of the first round, so from seven until about nineteen, and they found guys in the second round, and they found guys via free agency, and they found guys via trade. Trey Lyles and made them into better basketball players. So let's be fair. Am I frustrated with the way they executed? Am I frustrated that they didn't get off a shot in two possessions with eight seconds left down by one possession? Of course I am. But let's figure out what the actual problem is as opposed to just knee-jerk, point the finger at this guy and say he's got to go. Well, that ain't going to fix it because it was happening
6: before he got here. Well said, Manchester. And real quick before we sneak out of here, you want to know why I've softened my, my stance on Vance Joseph the last couple weeks? Why? Because if people don't listen to you, there's not much you can do. The fair point. People have to be willing to listen. I, I wonder more and more if Brock Olivo just wouldn't listen to Vance Joseph. You can lead a horse to water but you can't force them to drink. All right, we're getting a little too philosophical on this show the last couple of days. <laughs> when we come back, we'll do something more fun like the Colorado Avalanche. I promise. Vic Lombardi taking some well-earned PTO. James Manchester, Marilat, Will H.W. Peterson.
7: There's big news in the new year as mortgage loan limits are increasing, meaning you may be able to borrow more money when purchasing a new home. It's an increase that will give buyers more choices in homes so you can plan your new year and the things you want to accomplish. Make sure home ownership is near the top of the list. With just a 10-minute call to the salary-based mortgage consultants at American Financing, you can start the process of getting mortgage approval, an even better way to find out exactly what loan amount you can be approved for. It will make your home search more enjoyable. So give my friends at American Financing a call. 303 695 7000. Check them out online at AmericanFinancing.net. They're the official mortgage company of Altitude 950. NMLS 182334,
17: regulated by the Division of Real Estate.
11: It's getting serious. Crowd buzzing, fire to
1: hit for Poland. Seven wins in a row. But we cannot win a shot. Deep. Believe it. You bet me I, You made me, Believe it. Oh no, he didn't do that. Believe Yes, he did. Night. The Avs host the Sharks. Pre-game at six thirty-five. Most has the puck drop at seven on the home of the surging Colorado Avalanche. Baby. Altitude.
17: Hey, this is Jerry from Colorado Off-Road. Riley Dixon, hunter for the Denver Broncos. Why do you shop Colorado Off-Road?
8: I've always been taken very good care of. Your staff is always walking around with a smile. They've always helped me out with everything I needed from exhaust to tires to tonneau covers for the back of my truck. Colorado Off-Road has always taken very good care of
17: me. Thanks, Riley. We appreciate that. We always want our customers walking out with a smile on their face, happy and taken care of. Located in the Littleton at Wadsworth and Quincy behind Phil Long.
9: Colorado <laughs> off road.
2: Larry H. Miller Nissan 104th is celebrating the new year all month long with incredible deals. Hey, it's Mark Mosier. Check out the new 2017 Rogue S all-wheel drive for just $172 a month and $1999 due at signing. Plus, Nissans are up to 20% off MSRP. That's right, up to 20% off MSRP.
17: Larry H. Miller Nissan 104th. off Fi 25
2: at 104th.
17: Driven by you. 36-month at least, 12,000 miles per year. VIN HP 5, 4, 3, 6, 8, 2, 2 or more available. Residual value, 14100. security deposit with approved credit. Excludes GTR. All prices include $599. $2, plus tax, diamond, license, offer is
0: 2218
2: it your It's your favorite time of year at Pepsi Center. Got score!
0: Nathan McKinnon!
2: Don't miss the chance to cheer on your Colorado Avalanche.
0: Middle shift. it, and the avalanche wins the game.
2: Tickets for all games are on sale right now. Reserve your seats today at coloradoavalanche.com. Go abs go.
3: go. The skills you can develop as a soldier in the Army National Guard can give you an edge in the high-tech job market of tomorrow. The Guard offers career training to take advantage of your skills in science, technology, engineering, and math that can help give you a leg up to a high-paying and rewarding STEM profession. Get a head start on your career while earning money to pay for college. Log on to NationalGuard.com to learn about all of the STEM career opportunities in the Army National Guard. Sponsored by the Colorado Army National Guard. Aired by the Colorado Broadcasters Association at this station. Do you want to sit courtside
14: to watch your Nuggets play the Boston Celtics on January 29th? Visit any Colorado KeyBank location between January 15th and January 27th and ask a branch representative how you can enter the KeyBank Feet on the Wood sweepstakes to win courtside seats for you and a friend. Go to Nuggets.com slash KeyBank Feet on Wood for rules. That's Nuggets.com slash KeyBank Feet on
4: Wood. KeyBank,
14: member FDIC.
4: Do you have a hankering for some real, authentic, quality Colorado Mexican food? Make your way down to Real de Mines. Experience the ambiance and taste of Mexico with their meals prepared from the freshest of ingredients. And when you're in the mood to unwind, the happy hours at Real de Mines will help. Live music, karaoke, and delicious, authentic Mexican food, it's Real de Mines with four convenient locations. Find the location closest to you and drool over their online menu at Real de Mines Restaurant. DACA
1: The Altitude 950 traffic update.
18: Accidents cleared, but traffic's still very slow. Southbound I-25 working your way between 136th Avenue to before 84th. Traffic is brought to you by Compassion International. Now getting word of a crash. Westbound C-470 approaching University. Westbound already saw on C-470 between Bulls and Morrison Road. Becoming a child sponsor with Compassion International will bring hope to a child in poverty. Find out how at Compassion.com forward slash radio. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950.
1: Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. One year ago, and the feeling in the
12: pit of your stomach a year ago at this time compared to now. Because a year ago is when it really started to unravel, and it was hard to put it back together again. And now it's coming together. What a difference just a year
5: makes. I have a belief in, the, in, that, you know, bad teams get worse and good teams can have the ability to play above their, you know, the, the sum of their parts, and and we're seeing a little bit of that, and we saw some of that last year. What happens is, it's set, the game is so mental, and and you have to be so sharp and so committed to to give the little extra in order to win hockey games because of the parity in the league.
6: That's Avalanche Head Coach Jared Bednar yesterday on the Vic Lombardi Show. Great interview from Coach Bednar. If you somehow missed it, check out our social media channels at Altitude 950 and you will find it. Must listen stuff. Another huge game for the Avs tonight at Pepsi Center. Welcome back. Vic taking some well-earned PTO. James Manchester, Marilat, Will H.W. Peterson with you until 10.00. We're talking frustrated Nuggets. We're talking red hot Abs. We're gonna talk a little NFL, but first a text. Manchester, I read the mean ones about you. I do it every Friday on this show at what? Nine yep. fifty.
7: Uh, yep, it is at nine fifty because I always have my weekly therapy at ten oh one.
6: Okay, yeah. Uh, do you want a nice one? Yeah, nine six one nine chimes in at seven forty five this morning. Plato, Socrates, Manchester.
7: Wow, that's some nice company because I'm being so philosophical. I guess. Yeah. Are you a Plato guy or a Socrates guy? Uh, I'd probably rank him Socrates, Plato.
6: or an Aristotle guy.
7: Aristotle's maybe somewhere in the middle.
6: Uh, they're all the same guy to me. I can not tell you one thing any of them said, but no. I know they were good, smart no. dudes. No. Uh, all right, so NFL, you mentioned Mel Kiper mock draft. I'm on this kind of... Breeze Payton is going to fall apart in New Orleans, and the Saints are going to have to pick one or another. But it sounds like your mind is taking you a different direction.
7: Well, especially if it plays out this way, because he's got something interesting at the top of his draft. Now, this may just be, how do I get someone to click on my mock draft on January, what is today, the 18th? Sure. When the the draft is three months and ten days away. Let's put something crazy at the top. But who do you think he has as the number one overall pick going to the Cleveland Browns? Uh, Darnold. Josh Allen. Quarterback, Wyoming. Wait. Number one overall. So. What? That creates a domino effect, right? That creates a trickle down of, well, wait a minute. Everybody said it was going to be Rosen and Darnold, and kind of like Wentz or Goff, it's just a matter of what order they go in. Those were going to be the top two guys. So if you put in Josh Allen, who does have a ton of talent, I mean, that guy can move. He's got a cannon for an arm. I recommend everyone go to YouTube and type in Josh Allen highlights and watch the seven- or eight-minute video. It's pretty spectacular. I mean, I get it. It's a highlight reel. It's supposed to be spectacular. But it is play after play after play after play that that guy makes off schedule, which I love. You know I love. also did that? I get it. You, you could t- go Google Pax, and Pax and Lynch. Lynch Memphis. I understand that. And there's a lot of similarities in terms of level of competition. There's a lot of similarities in terms of, yeah, but look what he had around him. I get it. And people are going to say, well, he had a bad year this last year. Yeah, he also took Wyoming to the Mountain West title game in 2016. So you got to be fair about it. But he has Josh Allen going first, and then he has the Giants jumping on Josh Rosen. Then you have the Colts. They don't need a quarterback. They've got Andrew Luck taking Bradley Chubb, the defensive lineman out of NC State. And you got the Browns coming back up. They already took Josh Allen. They take Saquon Barkley, running back. Mm. So who does that leave at number five for the Broncos? Baker. Nope. Sam Darnold. Oh, I didn't think about that. If Sam Darnold, who everybody thinks is going one or two, falls to five, you're doing cartwheels down Colorado Boulevard. Sam Darnold falls in your lap at five? Because Josh Allen... It, to me, is too much of a project. The Browns can afford a project. The Broncos can't, considering where they're at with the deep their defense, that you can make an argument that they're still in a window to be a competitor. So a project doesn't work for them. And a project is tougher for the Broncos to take on because they just whiffed on a project. They just whiffed on a guy that was all about athleticism, all about big arm, and people are going to be like, really, we're doing this again? And it's going to be the, hey, John, do you, did you scout any school that you can't drive to in an hour and a half? There will be those stories that go with Josh Allen. It's an odd fit here for a lot of reasons. But Sam Darnold? You don't think Sam Darnold's plug and play? You don't think Sam Darnold's a guy that could come in and immediately help this offense and make plays, and you could be a 10-win team if you just manage that position and let him get better as the season goes on? All right, we've been agreeing on too much crap this
6: morning. That is the dream scenario
7: if you're a Broncos fan.
6: Oh, Sam Darnold. If I have my pick of Sam Darnold or Baker Mayfield at five, I'm leaning Baker, dude. Okay, go. What did Baker do? Baker won the Heisman. Baker should have won the Natty. Wait if his a minute, coaches were idiots. Wait a minute. Let's. Should we pull up the list of Heisman winning quarterbacks? Because that uh, that's a recipe for success uh, in the NFL. That Cam Newton guy won the Heisman and then he won okay. an
7: MVP. Tim Tebow won a Heisman.
6: Oh, you're gonna compare I'm, Baker to
7: Tim Tebow? I'm just, I'm just saying. Uh, oh, Johnny Manziel won a Heisman.
6: Dude, uh, Tim Tebow shouldn't have been a first Which round you, pick and Josh McDaniel's reach. But you can't it, make you'd the be argument.
7: Thrilled with Baker at five. You can't make the argument. I mean, Marcus Mariota, Jameis Winston, Johnny Menzel, RG3, Sam Bradford, Tim Tebow, Troy Smith, Matt Leiner, Jason White. I mean, rg three, knee Crouch.
6: got shredded. RG3 he had some bad luck. Chris Johnny Menzel Man, is supremely talented and he could get out of his own way.
7: Danny Werfel, Sam Newton won an MVP. Gino Toretta. I mean, the list, but to say the guy won a, to say the guy won a Heisman trophy is like, that's why we should put him ahead of Sam Darnold is ridiculous. Here's what you should do. Go watch the end of the last two Rose Bowls. What did Sam, or, yeah, what did Sam Darnold do in the clutch against Penn State? What did Baker Mayfield do in the clutch? Yeah, roll your eyes all you want. The guy blew a 31-14 lead. Cause his idiot coaches couldn't oh, get out of the way. The coach. They no, scored 48 no, no. points. Third and two at the fifty-yard line with forty-five seconds left and timeouts in your pocket. What did Baker Mayfield do? He so was hurt. He th- oh, how many excuses do we want to make? I thought it was his coach. He had
6: the flu all week, so he couldn't do oh. the media because he was sick okay. as a dog. So, and then he came down from his hotel room okay. to talk to the media because he was so frustrated that all his teammates were getting Great. questions about Great.
7: him. Great. So it was, it was his coach, and it was it was it was the fact that he was sick. That's why on third and two with the game on the line and a chance to move into game winning field goal range, he threw a twenty five yard incompletion into no man's land down the down the field. Didn't come anywhere near anywhere near a receiver
6: on third and two. I'd rather you do that than throw a bad pick. That's a bad play call. Look at the Steelers this past weekend. (laughs) Bad play calls. Third and two, a twenty five yard pass is a crap tastic play call. But who are people blaming? You think think every route on that play was twenty
7: five yards downfield? They, they, there wasn't a guy dragging underneath that you could have hit? He's still a
6: college quarterback. He still listens to his head coach where he tells him where he wants to go. Why are people blaming Tomlin, not <sighs> Big Ben, for what happened in Pittsburgh? Baker Mayfield didn't come
7: through in the clutch in the Rose Bowl. True or false? Wasn't putting a position to succeed in the Rose Bowl. Okay. All right, so it's not his fault. I can't wait to bring in another guy that it's not his fault cuz that we've really enjoyed the last 2 years of it ain't his fault. It's uh, he's had three offensive coordinators. Uh, you know, they're not running a system that fits him. I want
6: another guy that we got to make excuses for. That's that's what you're telling me. All right, so we'll take the pulse of the text line. 30933 is the Cam altitude. Cam, Darnold falling into your
7: lap is the
6: dream scenario, Broncos fans. He's got good hair. The altitude 950 text line is 30933. Let's see here. Uh Eric chimes in and says Baker Mayfield all day. Uh Luis chimes in and says Baker doesn't run a pro system like Darnold and Allen. So the votes are 1-1. One, one. 6698 says, to your point, Chester, when is the last USC quarterback to actually be successful in the NFL? You'd have to go back to Carson Palmer. That's a good point. Where they went to school matters not at all. It doesn't. It matters not at all. Who Where's the
7: last North Dakota State quarterback to be successful? So that's 2-1 for HW. Where did Case Keenum go? Where, where, where was the, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Case Keenum is in the NFC title game. NFC title game. Where's the last? Where did he play? Texas Tech? Where's the last Texas Tech quarterback? He, no, he played at Houston. Even better. Home of Andre Ware, David Klingler. Well, we can't take Case Keenum because those guys in the 90s weren't any good because that's freaking relevant. One of the dumbest arguments ever. Well, previous USC quarterbacks weren't any good, so he can't be. What the hell does, does Matt Leinert have to do with Sam Darnold? What? They, they played under totally different coaches, totally different eras. It's like saying, well, you know, they, they, if, if John Elway went to Stanford, so every quarterback from Stanford's going to be great. Hogan, he's going to be great because, you know what?
6: Andrew Luck and John Elway were great. That's Stanford pedigree. That's silly. 5,500 says, I'm with HW. It's now 3-1. 2,485 says, sorry, Baker is Manziel version 2.0. He sucks. Manchester is right. It's now 3-2. And I think that's
7: an overstatement, but there is that potential.
6: There certainly is that potential. 5058 says, Sam Darnold is garbage. It's now 4-2. Uh, hey James, did you know you're three and six God? Uh, I can't read that. If the Broncos pick Mayfield over Darnold, I will throw my TV out the window. That's from Nash. The vote's now four three. Uh, 1757 says HW's Mayfield crush has reached epic levels. It's now four four. Uh, 3698 says, Darnold is a turnover machine. It's now 5-4. And Brandon says, HW, do you really trust this coaching staff to put him in the right place? It's now 5-5. Five, five, and I just got four more in tax. We'll reset at the top of the show on the Vic Lombardi Show.
1: Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Coming up tonight, the Avalanche hosts the Sharks at Pepsi Center. The puck drops at 7 o'clock with the pregame show getting it away at 635.
2: Mark Moser, the radio voice of the avalanche, will be on the call.
1: The KSC, Parker, Denver, home of the avalanche. Saved
2: by Bernier! Rebound. Saved by Bernier!
1: Home of the Nuggets.
2: Oh! oh. By Will Barton leading
1: up the jump. Denver's All Sports Station. Altitude 950. Now, back to Vic Lombardi.
9: Rebound down to Plumlee,
2: sprints at the front court, pass to Harris, Alleyo, Two hands for the Plum Dog Millionaire. Nuggets have a double digit lead, they're up by 11, their big lead of the night. Plumlee's got 13,
9: a team high.
6: Oh man, things were good. What was that, James? 11 hours ago? 10 and a half hours ago? Things were good. Good first half for the Nuggets in LA. They end up losing 106, 104, we've talked a lot about it, we will continue to talk. A lot about it. Welcome back to the Vic Lombardi Show. Vic, taking some PTO. Uh, I assume he went to bed just a handful of hours ago. James Manchester, Marilat, Will Peterson with you until 10. Uh, I want to update this vote, Manchester. It was 9-7. I got three more texts here. That's a point for you, point for me, point for me. So it's now 10-9 you. Uh, you know what? That means we picked a good debate because Broncos country is torn on the Darnold Mayfield Decision. Torn? Torn. There's no letter between the R and
7: the N. It's not torn. They're torn. Do you want to go to Coors Field this summer? Uh, it's just, it's amazing to me how every day there's some word that you just could completely I- butcher. And they're like four letter words that everyone says 20 times a day. Torn. Torn. What'd you do for Thanksgiving? <laughs> God. Uh, uh, yeah, but here's the other thing. And look, you can look at the numbers. And Sam Darnold threw 26 touchdowns and 13 picks. I, I get it. And uh, Baker Mayfield threw 43 touchdowns and six interceptions. Do you really trust a quarterback who put up big numbers playing video game football in the Big 12? Do we really? That I mean, that's really what we're going to go with. I, I mean, look at the teams that Sam Darnold threw picks against: Stanford, Texas, Cal. Washington State, Notre Dame. I mean, come on, level of competition. He's not rolling out there against Baylor and Tulane. Wow, he threw four touchdowns and no picks against Tulane. Look, he was great at at Ohio State. That's a great win for Baker Mayfield. Terrific win. An Ohio State team that got blown out by Iowa. Uh, it just—I'm not dazzled by the fact that he threw
6: three touchdowns at Kansas. I'm not. I feel like, uh, your favorite anchor on, on Fox News or CNN or MSNBC right now, uh, tallying these votes on election night. I've got some great news. It might even be breaking news, uh, if we can, if we can, uh, if I can figure this thing out here. There we go. Breaking news on Altitude 950. Uh, the polls are over. We're gonna have to declare it for HW. 15 to 12. We're closing the polls right now oh. on our 27 text. Messages. Why didn't we close them when it was 10-6 during the break? I just had a monster run. I surged. You know, right. Sometimes in politics, you get some counties that come in late Listen, to you surge. If it goes
7: Donald and Rosen at the top, one and two, and the Broncos take Baker Mayfield, fine. I'm, I'm enjoying that. I'll see how that turns out. That's good. If it's Josh Allen and Baker Mayfield there at five and the Broncos decide to go with Josh Allen, I'll probably be disappointed because I think I would be more excited about May- Baker Mayfield. But if you have a chance to get one of the two guys that Everyone says should go one and two in the draft. And they that guy falls to five and you pass on him, you better be right or that is a fireable Cleveland Browns-esque error. Well, if you pass on Sam Darnold and he turns into Carson Wentz, enjoy. Dude, and you, you take Johnny Menzel
6: 2.0. Ryan Leaf and Peyton Manning were s- supposed to go one and two. Okay. Didn't Jamarcus Russell go one? Okay. I mean home runs miss, man. I'm just doing the eye test here. Baker Mayfield played better last season than Sam Darnold. Okay. How'd they each do in the last two Rose Bowls when the game was on the line? Uh Mayfield's team put up forty eight points and his coach uh had a bad day. It was his coach. That's right. I forgot. He was
7: sick, he had the flu. Well, that's right, we forgot that. Do you have any other excuses? Do we have any other things we wanna we wanna blame this on? You know, Mm. they had to put his dog
6: down that week and he was a little emotionally disturbed. What else what else we got? The kid had a monster year. And by the way, I like this text that says, uh, 2096 says, Hey, Manchester, your USC argument is the same as the Heisman argument. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. No, it's not. All right, tell me how it's different. I can, I can
7: point out like 14 examples and some of which are in the last three years. That's relevant when you say, Hey, he won the Heisman. The Heisman trophy doesn't translate into NFL success. Saying Matt Leinert played at USC. 12, 13, 14 years ago, and therefore Sam Darnold won't translate to the NFL, makes zero sense to me. Matt,
6: ba- Matt Barkley makes didn't zero sense to me Matt Barkley wasn't as well thought of as, as Sam Darnold. He was going to be the number one pick if he didn't go back for his senior year. Says who? That was like a big deal when he had that press conference <sighs> to go back for his senior year. Okay. He tried to pull a Peyton Manning and do the right thing, and it blew up in his face. All right. If anybody, fine.
7: He was going to be the number one pick, therefore that makes the argument. He was going to win the the Heisman, therefore. That's just silly. 33 of 53, 453 yards, five touchdowns, one interception against Penn State and a 52 to 49 win in the Rose Bowl. I'll take that guy. I'll take that guy. You can have the guy who was 23 of 35 for 287 yards, two touchdowns, and a pick. You can have that guy in a loss in the the Rose Bowl when they blew a 31-14 lead. I'll take my guy, you take your guy. We can have whatever wager you want on who's going to be a better pro. I'll take Sam Darnold, you take Baker Mayfield.
6: Your Nuggets hot take was not wrong, but it was also about how the name on the front of the jersey sometimes seems to be an issue. And and again, it wasn't wrong. It wasn't wrong. Your Nuggets hot take was spot on, and I agree with it 100%. Okay, so Marcus Allen, OJ Simpson,
7: Charles White all played running back at USC. So you should take whatever running back played at USC this year, I, hell, take him first. Two of those guys are Hall of Famers, so they played running back at USC, so they're automatically going to be great pros. That's what you. That's
6: what you should do. I mean, you'd be foolish not to. We're going to agree to disagree on this one. Hey, we've got some Nuggets and Suns tickets to give away Friday night at the Pepsi Center. Pepsi Center going to be lit all weekend. Abs tonight, Nuggets tomorrow night. And Avs on Saturday, that is your upcoming schedule for entertainment in Denver, Colorado. Let's do our Power 5 question of the
1: day. What can we not get enough of today? So hot right now. Let's dive into the Power 5. Brought to you
12: by Johnson Auto Plaza, where first-time buyers become lifetime customers
17: every day.
7: Here's the other thing about the two different arguments. You were using Ibona Heisman as a reason he would be successful. That would be me, like me saying, he went to USC, therefore he's going to be successful. Different. Right? It's a positive. We weren't using those things in the same vein. So, anyhow, it's a false argument.
6: Our Power 5 question of the day on the Altitude 950 text line 30933. Uh, this is in honor of Vic Lombardi looking for these tunnels last night, these secret tunnels. At the, at the Staples Center, uh, we want to know, 30933, our favorite one is going to Nuggets and Suns on Friday night at the Pepsi Center. What is the best sports feud ever? It is broad, it is wide open, and our text line is hot with Mayfield and Darnold. You can keep those takes coming in, but you got a better chance of winning Nuggets tickets if you shift your focus to 30933, best sports feud ever. Now the example you have on here is Tanya Harding. So you're going Tanya Harding, Nancy Kerrigan. That's juicy stuff, I mean, that's man.
7: That's a feud that got elevated to an extreme
6: level. I was listening to, uh, Julian Scott the other day talk, uh, about that. And just for someone my age, I know the story, but then to hear Julian Scott really dive into the details was like, you know, Scott, Scott even made the point. I don't want to put words in his mouth. So I'm paraphrasing. He said it wasn't OJ Simpson, but it was kind of a similar almost level, you know? Oh, I mean, it's a, there were criminal acts. There's a, you know, premeditated assault.
7: I mean, imagine that story nowadays if somebody, you know, went after Usain Bolt with a pipe and hit him in the knee so he wouldn't be able to run in the 100 meters. I mean, it's just, you'd be like, this is crazy. What's going on? Or somebody went after Dustin Johnson and pushed him down the stairs so he couldn't compete in the Masters. So he'd hurt his back again. It it, it just is something you sit there and go, man, I can't wrap my head around this. It's it's mind-boggling. That was a crazy, and it was... It wasn't OJ-esque in terms of coverage, but it was pretty close. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, every news outlet was in Portland trying to get shots of Tanya Harding practicing because she did her practice at the skating rink at the mall, right? Like, she was the girl from that side of the tracks who did her practice at the mall while everybody else was, like, at the country club or whatever, you know? So that added to the story. There was sort of the... The, the class differentiation between Nancy Kerrigan and Tanya Harding. It just was a it was the biggest story
6: going. It was huge. Hmm. What other ones pop into your head of of best sports feuds of all time? I mean obviously this list is endless and they started rolling in on the altitude nine fifty text line three zero nine three three. Locally the
7: Mike Shanahan Al Davis feud was a great one. Great one.
6: I mean Mike Shanahan
7: wanted to beat the Raiders every time the Broncos played him. I think he was like 11-1 and one or it was some crazy record to start with when he uh, when he came back to Denver. Um, just owned the Raiders. Having guys throw footballs toward Al Davis during warm-ups to see if they could hit him,
6: which was a little petty, but I kind of like it. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was a great sports feud. For me, it's Kansas and Missouri just because I learned all about it when I was there. You know, if you haven't done some research on Kansas and Missouri – Look into it. Now, later in my life, have I met good people from Kansas who I like and respect? Yes. Is Mario wearing his stupid Kansas pullover in here and then going and sitting courtside? Am I happy for him? Yes. So, do I hate Kansas like I used to? Of course not. But will I always be a Missouri Tiger? Yes. And I do understand people who grew up in either Kansas or Missouri are very passionate about that
7: rivalry. I think when I was growing up, the favorite rivalry I had was Pistons-Bulls. The Jordan rules, the Pistons when the Bulls finally beat them, their starters walking off the court before the last game was over and mm. refusing to shake their hands. It just was a great feud. They just disliked each other to the nth degree. That was an awesome one.
6: All right, let's play a quick little game. I'll ask you, and then I'll give my answer. Most hated team in the NFL? Uh,
7: probably the all-time. Like I'd say the Raiders. right? Everybody hates the Raiders. Or
6: Nowadays, it's the Patriots. NBA?
7: Probably... The Celtics.
6: Ooh, you hate them more than the Lakers? Because I'd go. I'd agree with you, Raiders, and then I'd go Lakers. Lakers no, I'm, I'm, glamour, saying, the I'm glamour. saying personally here. I'm saying Manchester the fan. I'm not saying around oh. the country. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm saying okay, okay, Manchester okay. Yeah, no, the I fan. I can't stand the Lakers. So would it still it. be Raiders, though? Yes. Raiders, Lakers, uh, MLB. Probably the Dodgers. It's probably the Dodgers, but you know what? I'm I kind of hate the Cubs. And I'm still so bitter at the Red Sox for, for ruining Rocktober. And I get yeah. it. They had nine days off or whatever, but I'm still bitter, if I'm being honest. And uh, NHL, uh, for me, it's the Detroit Red Wings, and it's not even close. I'm turning into the wild. Ooh, I like it. The new rivalry. You got the Vic Lombardi show on Altitude 950.
1: Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Here's what you missed on the latest Mark Mosier show. Well, actually, it started toward the
2: end of the third quarter yeah. is really hey, when yeah, it yeah. started. So for two and a half or two two quarters, how do you say that? Two and three fourths quarters. How's that? Yeah, that's about right. Two and three quarters quarters. That's what they did. It's they probably pounded. to just say
17: just under three quarters.
1: Just under three quarters. They pounded the Dallas Mavericks. <laughs> yeah, Masters. they're looking good. Joker was out there doing Joker things. It was great. Mark Mosier every weekday afternoon one to three only on Altitude nine fifty. What's at Lamar's Donuts
17: that you won't find at any ordinary donut shop? How about gourmet indulgences of the highest quality? Lamar's Donuts are always made by hand daily and with only the best ingredients. That was Ray's Way. Come enjoy our delicious donuts at one of our nine conveniently located Colorado Lamar's. And also visit us online at Lamar's.com. That's Lamar's.com, where we have simply a better donut.
16: Larry H. Miller Chrysler Dodge Jeep 104th is Colorado's first choice. Come see why during our Start Something New event. As your number one volume dealer, we have over 1,000 vehicles to choose from. Like lease a 2018 Jeep Cherokee for only $2.99 a month. It's how we say thanks for making us Colorado's number one volume dealer yet again. Larry H. Miller Chrysler Dodge Jeep 104th. LHMDenverJeep.com. Driven by you. Lease for 39
1: months, $29.99 to sign. 10000 allowable miles per year. No security deposit. Three ninety five disposition fee to at least and. Rebates include 2500 Denver BC lease cash.
16: 1000 conquest lease cash. Price includes 5 dollars dealer handling fee. Plus tax title and license expires $1.3118.
11: Hi, I'm Keith Jones, Executive Chef for Mountain High Appliance, and I've been cooking up some exciting things for you in our Louisville and Colorado Springs showrooms. Wouldn't it be nice to see appliances in action before deciding to make them a part of your everyday life? We have over 250 live appliances and over 20 inspiring kitchens, and they're all available for you to try out for yourself. Want to know if your dream oven will bring that special family recipe to the next level? Come in to Mountain High Appliance and find out that yes, yes, it certainly will. Don't miss our live product demonstrations every weekend in our beautiful four-service kitchens. You'll learn all about your favorite appliances while professional chefs provide cooking tips and techniques. Become the pro of your new kitchen. Visit us online at mounthighappliants.com and click on events to find out what's cooking. No RSVP required, so just come in and experience the difference. Mount
1: High
19: Pepsi Center is the place to be for Thursday and Friday night home games with Nuggets Night Out. Murray's on the run, and he throws it down. Get one ticket and one beer, and sit in the lower level for just $50. dollars Barton, can he hit again? You betcha! The next Nuggets Night Out is Friday, January 19th, versus the Phoenix Suns at 7 p.m.
15: Jokic, three to shoot. It's back, baby!
19: Yes. Get your Nuggets Night Out tickets today at Nuggets.com or by calling 303-287-DUNK. Do you ever think about
17: your garage door? I mean, you don't really. It's one of those things you hit the button and it opens. But what if it doesn't? And it's snowing. Sure, you can just get out of the car and go into the house, but how come it didn't open? Family garage door will come out to your house and do a 21-point winter inspection. Balance level and align the garage door, lubricate the moving parts, and tighten the hinges. Just $49. So you can go on not thinking about your garage door. Schedule your inspection at FamilyGarageDoor.com. The Altitude
1: 950 traffic update.
18: Delays continue from earlier accidents. Southbound I-25 between 136th Avenue and 84th. Traffic is brought to you by Positive Coaching Alliance. Southbound slow with heavy volume, Broadway to Hamden. There's a crash causing curiosity delays. Westbound I-70 approaching Peoria and slow through Highlands Ranch on westbound C-470 with an accident approaching University. Questions about youth or high school sports? Positive Coaching Alliance can help. PCA, a national nonprofit organization, develops better athletes and better people through youth and High school sports. Info at positivecoach.org. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950.
1: Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Were
12: you ever concerned in the offseason or last year? Were you ever worried about losing your job? It, it,
5: it can creep into the back of your sure. mind. I think, I. I uh, like for me, you just gotta go to work every day and put your head down and keep trying to make your team better. I'll tell you what, I'm grateful to that, that Joe gave me the opportunity to come back and, and be the coach of this team. I'm having a lot of fun. We've got a great group. Uh, I know in, in other circumstances, guys haven't been as fortunate to be able to get the chance to come back. It was a tough year last year and I, and I really wanted the chance to come back and prove that, that I could be the coach of this team and lead them in the right direction.
6: That's Avalanche Head Coach Jared Bednar yesterday with Vic Lombardi. Welcome back to the Vic Lombardi show here on Altitude 950. Vic taking some well earned PTO. Uh the Nuggets game literally ended a few hours ago. At least that's how I feel. Both Manchester and I were up watching it. Nuggets lose. Vic calls me H. W. Will Peterson James Manchester, Maryland. How's the uh how's the voting going? Uh you know, the text line's hot, so when I called the race. I called it at fifteen twelve because sometimes when you call it, the race is over. So uh we're gonna roll with fifteen twelve HW. Oh, okay, that's the final.
7: I hear that people are that there. Was something nasty about me though?
6: Oh yeah, let's see if I can find it. We just had a bunch of Power Five roll in.
7: Uh, well, let's hear some of those then. The best feuds in sports. No, I
6: really wanted to read this to you, but I don't think I could find
7: it. Oh, that's disappointing.
6: It was something about, and I'm paraphrasing, but it was something about they used the word windpipe. They said. H.W. should punch Manchester in the windpipe so he can't come on the radio and spit these weak takes. My weak take is the guy that
7: a lot of people have going number one in the draft. Most people have going, if not one, two. A guy who was unbelievable in the clutch against Penn State in the Rose Bowl. If he falls to you at five, you should take him. That's that's my weak take. Well, okay. All right.
6: Our power five question of the day on the altitude 950 text line 30933, the best sports feud ever. In other
7: takes, hey, if somebody gives you a Christmas present, unwrap
6: it and enjoy it. There's another crazy take from Manchester. Uh, let's see here. Red Sox Yankees is coming in. Uh, Tlaib
7: Crabtree
6: came in Manchester. That's a good one. That is really, that's a good modern day feud. Uh, Oilers Flames late eighties. I don't know. You'd have to educate me on that. I don't that. remember that one. Uh Kevin McHale and Kurt Rambis. Great one. Uh Black well, an Hill. all-time great clothesline between those two. I thought this was sarcastic at first, but it's not. It's from Sam. He says, Black Hill State University versus South Dakota School of Mines is the third longest rivalry in college football. Learn something new every day. Yep. Yep. Can't wait to watch that one. Uh Purdue-Indiana Basketball. No. Nobody cares. <laughs> zero Well, people in that state care. 0023, Tiger Woods and his spiral into oblivion and how he has yet to break the all time major record.
7: It's not really a feud. If, if you uh, there was a feud that provoked it, right? Yeah, but that's not a sports feud. A guy and his wife?
6: That's what we're gonna that's what we're gonna go with. Yeah. Uh Cuban Betty says Roger Clemens and Mike Piazza. Remember that yeah, when Clemens Chuck the bat. A bat? Yeah. Uh, another to leave Crabtree four six five zero says Ali versus Frazier.
7: That was good. That got nasty. Although a lot of that was initially just bluster and show from Ali, and then it turned into he really did tick off Joe Frazier because he called him some awful things. He he called him some terrible things just to hype a fight, which I get. Muhammad Ali's a, has, did a, a million great things and was you know. Self proclaimed greatest of all time, but he does get a free pass on a few fronts, and that's one. He said some awful things to Joe Frazier. Awful.
6: Uh Shane chimes in Pedro and Don Zimmer. Remember when Pedro chucked Yeah. I mean, how yeah. old was Don Zimmer at that point? 112. Yeah. Uh John Cheney versus John Calapari. Cheney a good one. busted in the Cal's. Cal's presser, that's from 3684. That
7: is one of the best parts of the 30 for 30 on Calipari, cause they, they show that. I mean, imagine that. Imagine now an opposing coach busting into the other coach's post-game presser and screaming him down. Imagine that.
6: Well, we almost saw it the other night in the NBA. That's why Vic was looking for secret tunnels Jeez. last night in LA. But it
7: just in front of the media, in front of everyone. I mean, that would be such a story. If Mike Zimmer busts into Doug Peterson's press conference Ooh. on Sunday after the
6: NFC title game to tell him off. Uh, 0556 says, I'll keep, I'll keep it Denver based. How about Claude Lemieux and Chris Draper? It's a great one. It's a great one. Cause that, that ran deep. That ran deep. A lot more coming in. We'll get to as many as we can. Marty, I'll send one of you to the Nuggets game. We promise. 30933. But in the meantime, Jesse, let's get this, uh, this ready to go. Let's talk football tonight at 530. It is the best football show in Denver, and it's not even close. It's hosted by Vic Lombardi, and he brings in Joel Dreesen and Ryan Harris and a lot of guys who played the game and a lot of guys who uh, have a ton of knowledge about the game. Peter Schaefer as well, who's a well-known NFL agent, just to name a few uh, Manchester, I wanted to ask Vic this yesterday. We didn't get to it. If you're just joining us, he's taking some PTO with, with the Nuggets, finishing uh, at an ungodly hour in L.A. Um, he sat down with Mike Shanahan and Jake Plummer, and, and we've got a couple minutes here for this. Uh, this is must-watch television tonight. Yeah, I mean, I
7: mean, talking about sports feuds, these guys had a big-time sports feud. You know, Shanahan... Uh, a few months after Plummer leads the Broncos to the AFC title game, they lost to Pittsburgh in, in Denver. Um, goes out and drafts Jay Cutler midway through the following season, replaces Plummer with the winning record, the team on the, on the brink of the playoffs with rookie Jay Cutler. Uh, Plummer re- basically retires at the end of that season, never plays football again, walks away from millions of dollars. This is a, one of the all time feuds in Denver sports. Vic got him to sit down face-to-face and hash it out.
6: If you are still at home or if you can do it from your phone, don't text and drive, but pull over when you get to work. Set your DVR right now for Let's Talk Football on Altitude TV. Here's a little tease. I wouldn't be a
12: reporter if I didn't ask you guys this this question. If you're running the Broncos today, and the quarterback position is certainly something mm-hmm. they have to tackle. Do you start with a rookie and start over, or do you go get a free agent?
8: Uh do you I mean- I voiced my opinion. I felt like we had a kid that I thought had potential to be something real special. I still think he's going to be. Trevor? Too bad it's on another team, it looks like. You know, Trevor, yes. Did I he really, lose his
12: confidence, though? He's at the point yes, where he's lost too yeah, much Yeah, but I mean,
8: I had moments I lost my confidence, sure. but I was able to go back out. The environment was different. Mm-hmm. You know, I was in Arizona. There were some stretches I probably should have been benched, but I wasn't. And, you know, a young kid like that needs to be, you know, to be groomed and continue to make mistakes. I, I threw a lot of balls that I shouldn't have thrown, but you learn from throwing them to not do that again, hopefully. But see, the expectations were different in Arizona. I think Mike just brought
12: it true. up. it's a the championship expectations here. Yeah. And maybe he'd been better off playing in a place like Arizona. And that's a difference. Yeah, the quarterback
8: is just one part of the yeah. uh, It's a very important piece of the puzzle, but he is just one player that, that has to lean on the guys around him. So I don't want to look. In hindsight, uh, you know, now whoever they bring in here, you know, know what you're getting into, yeah. son, because it's you know it's it's uh, an intense environment that you are going to be expected to do a lot of great things, and not only on the field but off the field in the locker room and everything about it. Being a you got to you know kind of typify the quarterback position. You have to galvanize not only that locker room and that organization but the community. And then, like I told Trevor back a couple years ago, when you get your opportunity, you got to earn that respect. And how do you do that? And the balls in your hand with a couple minutes left, and you take them down and score. That's how the only way you can earn your respect as a quarterback. Mike, what would your advice be? Well, I think if you're lucky enough to have an owner that's
17: committed, mm-hmm. you got a GM that's committed, you got a head football coach, and they're all working together for the same cause. And they're smart enough to hire the right coordinators to give give them the best opportunity to win. If you have that setting, and you have people, you got a chance to win. You'll find your quarter, quarterback because if you're on the same page and all guys working together, that quarterback will come. But you've got to have the owner, you got to have the GM, you got to have the head coach, and you're going to go through some adversity. And it's your job to talk it through, to evaluate your players. And it might be the quarterback, it might be a wide receiver. It may be the scheme that you're running. It's a combination of all those different things. And if you're not hitting on all cylinders with everything, you don't win it.
6: Wow. Fascinating stuff there from Jake Plummer and Mike Shanahan. airs tonight on Altitude TV. Let's talk football with Vic Lombardi. Hearing Mike
7: Shanahan once again say, give you the best chance to win, best opportunity to win. Like, Man, he's still got the same cliches. Still got still, it. Still cranking them out. And there's so much more to it. I mean, they get into, uh, obviously, the situation with Plummer losing his job here and, and Shanahan going with Cutler and all those kind of things. So, uh yeah, if you haven't caught the show,
6: this would be the time to check it out. And then make it a regularly viewing experience because there's a lot of stuff that is in this town that you don't need to watch. That is something you do need to watch.
7: Absolutely. Vic does a great job with it.
6: Let's talk football tonight on Altitude TV. You can watch that and then you can watch the Avs game or listen to it right here on Altitude 950 if you can't make it down to the Pepsi Center. Up next, we'll dive back into those Colorado Avalanche. How do they make it eight in a row tonight? Pepsi Center, gonna be lit.
1: Here's what's happening
12: at Altitude 950. Don't miss the Nuggets Social on Wednesday, January 24th at Punch Bowl Social. Meet your favorite Nuggets players, coaches, alumni, dancers, and super mascot Rocky and raise funds to support Crocky Sports Charities. Tickets at NBA.com forward slash Nuggets forward slash tickets.
18: Don't miss the National Western Stock Show going on now through the 21st. Enjoy acres of Western shopping and the Super Bowl of livestock shows. Get more info now at
1: Altitude950.com. You're looking
8: and for any off-road accessories for your truck, car, SUV. Colorado Off-Road is the place to go. Hi, I'm Riley Dixon, owner for the Denver Broncos.
17: Hi, Jerry Jones here from Colorado Off-Road. Hey Riley, I know you got a new truck coming in. What would you like to see on that new truck?
8: I'm hoping to put some 37-inch tires, a leveling kit, possibly a bed cover.
17: Leave it in our hands. We'll get it looking good and to your satisfaction. Colorado Off-Road your style's your ride. In the Littleton at Wadsworth
7: and Quincy behind Phil Long. Colorado <laughs>
12: Off-Road. Over $135 million. That's how much money the C3 Group recovered for its clients just in 2017. The C3 Group is a group of licensed public insurance adjusters. Engineers, appraisers, meteorologists, and other experts here to help you with your insurance claims. Consider them a go-between between between you and your insurance. Let the C3 Group help you today. Visit the website at C3Adjusters.com. C3Adjusters.com.
2: It's your favorite time of year at Pepsi Center. Shot. Score!
0: Nathan McKinnon! Don't
2: miss the chance to cheer on your Colorado Avalanche.
0: Middle tip! Score! Land is it, and the Avalanche win the game.
2: Tickets for all games are on sale right now. Reserve your seats today at coloradoavalanche.com. Go Avs Go! Go!
0: Tune in tonight on Altitude as your Colorado Avalanche look for a win at home against the San Jose Sharks. Watch tonight with free game at 6 p.m. and puck drop at 7 p.m. Check us out on the web at AltitudeSports.com for channel numbers in your area. And don't forget to like Altitude on Facebook for game previews and exclusive interviews with your favorite Avalanche players and coaches. Altitude Sports, your TV home of the Colorado Avalanche.
4: Do you have a hankering for some real, authentic, quality Colorado Mexican food? Make your way down to Real de Mines. Experience the ambiance and taste of Mexico with their meals prepared from the freshest of ingredients. And when you're in the mood to unwind, the happy hours at Real de Mines will help. Live music, karaoke, and delicious, authentic Mexican food, it's Real de Mines with four convenient locations. Find the location closest to you and drool over their online menu at Real de Mines restaurant
10: John Owe here. Nothing's better than being at home. The people of Colorado agree, and they trust American Financing for their home loans. They have helped tens of thousands of Coloradans. Now is the time to refinance. You can consolidate debt, pay off high interest rate credit cards, and save money each month. It only takes 10 minutes to pre-qualify, and you may close in as fast as 10 days. What makes me a fan? They have only salary-based mortgage consultants and don't believe in pressure. Pressure is fine on the field, but not for your home loan. American Financing has no upfront fees and will customize a loan program to your financial goals the better business bureau has given them an a rating if you're even thinking about refinancing or purchasing a home call american financing today at 303-695-7000 this is john elway see what they can do for you before the rate to go up american financing colorado's home for home loans nmls 182334 regulated by the division of real estate
16: Larry H. Miller Ram Truck Center 104th is Colorado's first choice. With over 1,000 vehicles to choose from, we have some amazing deals during our Start Something New event. Like buy a 2017 Ram 1500 Bighorn for just $31,499. It's how we say thanks for making us Colorado's number one volume dealer yet again. Larry H. Miller Ram Truck Center. RamDenver.com. Driven by you. Stock 4430, MSP 48930. No down payment. Rebates include 4250 Denver BC retail cash. 2500 Returning lease. 1500 Denver owner loyalty. 3250 Bonus cash. 500 Chrysler capital bonus. On approved credit. Price includes $5,99. handling fee. Plus tax. Title and license Offer ends
1: The altitude 950 traffic update.
18: Westbound C 470 slow through Highlands Ranch between I 25 and University where there's a crash clearing. Traffic brought to you by the Rock and Roll Marathon Series. Southbound I 25 run and slow 136 to 84th from earlier accidents and between Broadway and Hamden. Now we have word of an accident southbound 25 at Colorado. Rock and Roll Marathon Series is gearing up for 2018. Don't miss the best in class running experience where miles of music motivate you and bands and fans line the course. Register now. RunRockandRoll.com. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950.
1: Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Text us at 30933 to join the show.
2: Kept alive by Kerfoot momentarily, but Anaheim takes control. Fed off for Manson. Down the left wing. Here comes Getzlaff. Ducks on the charge right now. Getzlaff with a shot redirected. Saved by Bernier. Rebound. Saved by Bernier. Rebound. Saved by Bernier. And it's picked up by Como. It's lobbed up and out. And Lindholm gloves it down in the neutral zone. Taken by Nieto. And he'll pound it into the duck end. Oh, Jonathan Bernier.
6: Man, Moser's calls from those games uh or that game on Monday. We've gotten a lot of mileage out of those because he was in rare form, and I don't blame him. Abs wins seven in a row against the Ducks Monday at Pepsi Center, and there's finally hockey again tonight. We're all craving it back over at Pepsi Center. Welcome back to the Vic Lombardi Show. Vic taking some PTO. Nuggets were on awful late last night. James Manchester, Marilat, Will H.W. Peterson with you until 10 o'clock. Manchester, you revealed something earlier in the show that I was excited to hear. Not only are you going to the Pepsi Center tonight, you're taking everyone with you. Yep. It's a family outing on a school night. It's so a big
7: deal. It's a big deal. I mean, it's a lot of moving parts. It's, uh, three little guys. It's, you know, the five of us. But, uh, yeah, we're heading to Pepsi Center tonight, uh, to catch the, uh, the red hot abs and very excited about it. Everybody is. So, um, you know, it's a little risky though. Because if they lose, Mm. I know you and the listeners and the texters and the people on Twitter, you're going to blame me for it. That, of course, Manchester rolls into Pepsi Center and they lose. I've been there for some of these wins, but whatever. The whole crew, that's a different level, so uh, it's it's going to be fun. It's going to be a fun night down at uh, at Pepsi Center.
6: You know, I was talking to Mark Andrew yesterday, who does uh, a lot of the outstanding, we call it imaging you hear on the station. That would be promos, all that kind of stuff. And Mark made a good point to me. He said... You know, I was at the gym and I saw just abs gear. I just saw abs gear at the gym and you I grew up in this town and you you remembered it. it was in your 20s I believe when when the abs were were really on fire, you couldn't go anywhere in this city without seeing a Sackick jersey or a Forsberg jersey or a Ray Bork jersey or whatever. Uh, that is starting to come back right now with specifically, I would say, two guys, Nathan McKinnon and Gabe Landeskog. But people are buying gear from the whole team, which they should be. If If Gerard's your favorite player, buy his. If Barry's your favorite player, buy his. Because guess what? None of those core guys, Eric Johnson, none of those core guys forced their way out of town. Those core guys were committed to staying in town and getting this thing right. And we all know the one core guy who wasn't committed, and kudos to Joe Sakic for getting a haul for him, an absolute haul. And the Avs have been a different team since. And so while we can sit here and rip Duchesne, I'm just going to let Duchesne go play in Ottawa, whatever. I'm going to choose to focus on specifically four guys, Nathan McKinnon, Gabe Landeskog, Eric Johnson, and Tyson Berry, and maybe even Semyon Varlamov, to be fair, if we want to throw in a fifth, of guys who could have forced their way out of this town and did not. That's very mature, and they deserve a lot of respect Um, because, believe me, uh, out of those five guys I just named, and you can throw a six in there, I've got a healthy dose of respect for five of those six gentlemen.
7: Well, and I think what you're starting to see in this town, both in terms of on-ice results, which have been fantastic the last seven games, obviously, a seven-game winning streak, but really have been uh, well above expectations all season long, and what you're seeing around town just in terms of excitement level, fans being into it, buying gear, uh, the crowds down at Pepsi Center have been really, really good. I mean, you know, there it is on the front page of the Denver Post Sports today. Uh, abs look to say, hot at home. Big crowds at Pepsi Center remind of team's glory days. You know what it speaks to, though? It speaks to star power. Because mm. you just mentioned those guys. Those guys are either stars or stars in the making. And people want to come see a winner, but they also want to get on board with Stars. I, we live in a celebrity culture. We live in a, a culture where there are people who make millions and millions of dollars in this country every year. And their only skill is they're famous. Right? People people are attracted to star power.
6: LeVar Ball. Kim exactly. Kardashian.
7: Exactly. There's a bunch of them. And, you know, kudos to them for tapping into that. That's how society is. And, they, and they've, they've taken that and, and run with it. But it's what the Avs have been able to put out there that, A, those stars are making the on-ice product good, right? That's why the Avs are winning. Nathan McKinnon is having an MVP caliber season. That's why the Avs are a playoff contender. That's why the Avs, if they get into the postseason, have a puncher's chance. They have an MVP candidate in terms of the level of play. But that's also what's getting me to come out there tonight and, and drag three little kids with me. To, on a cold night on a Thursday to go watch a hockey game is I want them to see a guy like Nathan McKinnon. I want them to, to, to get hooked on hockey because watching a guy who is clearly the best player on the ice is how you get hooked on hockey, right? And so it's the star power of this team that I think is exciting or the potential star power. Let's not overstate it, right? Nathan McKinnon could go into any restaurant in town and most people there aren't going to know who he is. But when you see him on the ice and when you see him play, you can tell he's a star. I think the Broncos are clearly missing star power other than Von Miller because they don't have a star at the position that matters most in all of
6: sports. I would say Chris Harris and Aqib to leave are borderline stars. Mm, Maybe. Maybe. Chris Harris has been an all-pro a couple times. They're great players, but are they are they stars? No, Von Miller's. there's a reason he's in all those Old Spice commercials. he's He's a star.
7: Von Miller is a Super Bowl MVP and has the potential every single year to be Defensive Player of the Year. That's a star. Sure. Nathan McKinnon has a chance to be league MVP. That's a star. Peyton Manning, that's a star. I mean, that's pretty obvious. Nolan Arenado, he's in the MVP conversation. He wins a gold glove every year. He wins a silver slugger every year. Charlie Blackman is in those conversations. Those are stars. DJ
6: LeMahieu ain't a star. Nolan Arenado is a star. Nikola Jokic, Gary Harris, Jamal Murray, not stars, but... Trending in the right direction. They have potential sure. to be. Potential. That's it's a key word. P- potential
7: to be. But if those guys were as far along in terms of their ascent to stardom as Nathan McKinnon is, where would the Nuggets be? Those eight games we talked about that they should have won at least half of those. Mm-hmm. And they'd be 27 and 18. And this team would be a buzz with conversation about the Nuggets. And this team would be a buzz about Pick whatever guy, most likely Gary Harris. Gary Harris has taken a young, talented team on the rise and put them on his back, and he's he's in the Greek freak category in terms of rising stars and, and, and the next, wave, next generation in the NBA. That, to me, is the difference in where the two teams are right now, right? The potential stars with the Avs have blossomed into that. The potential stars with the Nuggets are getting close, but they're not quite there.
6: Uh, let's see here, on the text line, 30933, Betty chimes in and says, great point, Will. People need to buy a jersey, a sweater, that can last a while. No uh, doubt. Yeah. But,
7: but again, it's a star, right? Right. You know, you, you're not gonna buy a, a, a Rockies jersey from a guy that you think's gonna be gone in two years. Nolan Arnato's gonna be here, right? Would you buy your kid a Chuck Nasty jersey tomorrow? I'm not sure. Probably. Probably. Because, you know, he's got at least one more year. But look, you still go down there now and you see two jerseys. You still go down there now and you see Helton jerseys. Those guys were mainstays here. They were stars. They were all-time greats. As much as I like to poke fun at, at Todd Helton, he's an all-time great in franchise history. Right? He's not a guy that's going to be here for a couple years, get a couple All-Star games, and they're going to parlay him into another piece. So, it, it, yeah, you if you're going to make that kind of investment, you want it to be someone who's going to be here. Other than Von Miller, right now, what Bronco jersey would you buy?
6: Putting me on the spot. All right. I, I guess I would buy a Chris Harris jersey because I don't think okay. he's going anywhere. He's number two. I, I mean, Chris Harris had the the infamous quote that no one's safe. Well, I kind of wanted to say to Chris, well, well there's two guys that are safe, and it's you and Vaughn. You so, know? But that's it. Would you buy DT?
7: Would you buy Emmanuel? Would you buy CJ? Would you buy Akeeb? Would you buy Derek Wolf? Would you buy
6: Bradley Roby? Brandon Marshall, Darian Stewart. No. Shane Ray. No, I wouldn't. There's two jerseys on the Broncos I'd buy right now. Right. Yeah, I,
7: I, and I think that
6: two out of 53. It's a pretty crappy percentage. I guess Brandon McManus is pretty safe too. If we're just being fair, but here. you ain't buying a jersey. No, for the I know. Kicker. I know. But I mean, it's, come on, it's probably three out of 53. But I see your point. But that's that's what's got
7: me excited about this this Ave team. Yes, the fact that they're in playoff contention is cool. Yes, that they've won seven in a row. Obviously, that is. Part of the reason why people are excited. But I want to go down to Pepsi Center and watch stars. And when you have a guy on your team that national writers, not guys who are here, national writers are saying is a MVP candidate, you've got yourself a star and he's worth getting in the car in Westminster, driving a half hour to Pepsi Center, sitting in traffic, getting five people out with their coats on and getting them into my seats, making sure they all got their coats when we're leaving. It's worth, it's worth the effort to go watch a star.
6: Well, and we've mentioned a lot of names of guys who deserve credit throughout this show. We've mentioned guys like Carl Soderberg, uh, Nikita Zadorov, Blake Como, Sven Andraghetto, Eric Johnson, Matt Nieto, Gabe Landeskog, Nathan McKinnon, Tyson Berry, Alex Kerfoot, Miko Rantanen. That kid, we, we've spent so much time on McKinnon and Landeskog, and rightfully so. Rant in right now, 41 points, second on the team. It's it, it, Don't fight me on this. I'll quote Vic Lombardi. It's the best line in hockey.
7: I would agree with that. But you go to Apollo 13 to see Tom Hanks. And you know what? While you're there to see Tom Hanks, Gary Sinise turns in a hell of a performance. Yeah. Why you go to the theater. I know.
6: It's pretty cool, though, that we're so focused. And this is a me problem. I'm telling people this. This is a me problem. I'm so focused on McKinnon and Landeskog. I need to step back and make sure I'm giving Rantanen and Jonathan Bernier proper credit as well. No doubt. No doubt. And Jared Bednar and Joe Sackick and Josh Kroenke and the whole clan. Because this entire group, it's a group effort where the abs are right now. Pepsi Center should be on fire tonight. Both men you're hearing talking into these microphones right now will be there and we'll have some insight for you tomorrow on what it was like. James Merillat, Will Peterson, Vic Lombardi Show, Altitude 950.
1: Hastings. The,
12: the Avs with the win yesterday. Think about this. Not only have won seven in a row. 12-3-1 in the
8: last
1: 16 games. You should leave
18: If you throw in there that for many of those games, they have not had their number one goalie, that's a whole different conversation about when Barley gets back and if Bernier keeps playing like he does. I think you stick with Bernier.
1: Hastings in Bromac. days, 10-1. to 1. Nuggets
8: gotta get on the win streak. You mentioned yesterday they haven't won four games yet in the road this year. And you wanna be a playoff team on
1: altitude 950. Denver's all-sports station. They got a change change that in the second half of the season.
17: Next time you want to drive up the hill to play at the casinos in Central City, don't crawl up that old twisty canyon stuck behind slow buses and gravel trucks. Do what I do. Take I-70 to the Central City Casino Parkway. It's a quick, easy, scenic drive. And best of all, it's a modern four-lane highway. Central City offers everything you need. Hotels, dining, bars open 24-7, and live casino action day or night. So remember, don't take old twisty. Cruise I-70 to the parkway and take the four lanes to fun
9: hello 2018 we look forward to getting to know you hi i'm alan roach for johnson auto plaza if you've had a chance to visit the johnson family dealership before then you know the score if you've never been 2018 is a great time to find out what you've been missing one difference is in commercials just like this one johnson auto plaza commercials never have a voice at the end that says things like everything you've just heard is very confusing and might not be totally accurate when it comes to you buying a car from us Or whatever it is, they say. The Johnson family just tells it like it is. There's no quick-talking explanations necessary. A family business with genuine people, a tried-and-true business plan, and repeat customers that come back again and again. And right now, during the Start Something New event, shop from over a 1,000 vehicles in stock, including over 350 new rams. The choice of colors and equipment options is at its best. Find Johnson Auto Plaza in 2018, just north of E-470 on Highway 85, johnsonautoplaza.com.
17: Do you ever think about your garage door? I mean, you don't, really. It's one of those things you hit the button and it opens. But what if it doesn't and it's snowing? Sure, you can just get out of the car and go into the house, but how come it didn't open? Family garage door will come out to your house and do a 21-point winter inspection. Balance level and align the garage door, lubricate the moving parts, and tighten the hinges. Just $49. So you can go on not thinking about your garage door.
15: for over 35 years at 1301 South Havana in Aurora.
3: Darren College, a former NFL Super Bowl champion, signed the most important contract of his life to serve in the Army National Guard. The
8: National Guard for me was a perfect fit. I've had a lot of military in my family. It's a big part of what uh, my family's done for a long time. I'm, I want to go out there and make a difference. I want to be a part of something bigger than myself. I didn't find that in the normal day-to-day life. I didn't find that working behind a desk. I realized being hands-on and being a soldier was something that would keep me active, keep me outside, keep me in the, that team environment that I created and that I needed so much. And then the opportunity to serve my community and serve my country was just icing on the cake. I wanted to be in Boise, Idaho. I wanted to be home. The National Guard gave me the opportunity to stay right where I was, to serve my country and my community, and it was the best of both worlds. I grew up flying bush planes in Alaska with my dad. I was fortunate enough to get my pilot's license. I wanted to be in helicopters. I wanted to be a crew chief. The Army National Guard gave me a chance to fly helicopters down instead of fixed-wing aircraft.
3: To learn how to be part of the Army National Guard, log on to NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Colorado Army National Guard. Aired by the Colorado Broadcasters Association at this station.
1: Altitude 950 traffic update.
18: C-470 westbound is slowing behind a crash approaching University. Traffic is brought to you by Compassion International. Northbound I-25 still seeing delay Lincoln Avenue through to University and southbound 25, 136 to 84th, and between Broadway and Colorado Boulevard. Becoming a child sponsor with Compassion International can change the world one child at a time. Find out how at Compassion.com forward slash radio. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950.
1: Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi.
6: Welcome back to the Vic Lombardi show here on Altitude 950. It's 849 on this Thursday morning in Denver, Colorado. I am Will Peterson. He is James Merrillad. Vic is taking some well-earned, PTO, that Nuggets game, still, honestly, I've been saying it all morning, it feels to me like it just ended just a couple hours ago. Um, But I have good news to report, Manchester. The sun rose in Denver this morning, and believe me, I don't know if the people I saw melting down on Twitter last night are even awake yet, but there was some epic, epic Twitter meltdowns last night after that Nuggets loss. You and I this morning have have tried to preach perspective because we both – Sincerely believe perspective is important with these Nuggets right now.
7: Yeah, you know, the perspective often gets confused with excuse making. Sure. And, you know, some of your perspective was hey, they're, they're playing without two of the four best players. Mm-hmm. That's legit. Um, not having Jamal Murray last night when you're already without Paul Millsap is tough. Jamal Murray's not going to play Friday night or tomorrow night against Phoenix either while he's in concussion protocol. It did give an opportunity to see Emmanuel Moutier for the first time in a while. I thought he was pretty darn good last night. I thought he gave him a little something off the bench. He gave him some good offense and played the point pretty well. My perspective was before you just chuck the um, before you chuck the head coach under the bus or whoever you want to point the finger of blame at. You got to look at it and say, well, is that really the problem? And if the problem that's driving everybody crazy is late game execution, empty possessions, half court offense, all those things. You have to look at it, though, and say, this has been a problem for a decade. Mm-hmm. through three head coaches, two GMs, 40 players. It's this mystifying thing of, well, if it was happening before the head coach was here, it's odd to me that that's who we're blaming it on. I And I don't have the answer. I don't know why it's someone's problem, but that's the perspective that we tried to bring to the table this morning.
6: Very interesting stuff. We'll dive back into the Nuggets in the 9 o'clock hour. Uh But remember, coming up in about nine minutes, Manchester, we've got the one, the only, Kyle Key popping on these yeah. airways with us. Talk a little hockey. I think he'll be fired up. In the meantime, let's get to our boy, Marty
1: O. <laughs> Time for your morning sugar fix. Instant
9: sugar high. Sugar high. Sugar head high, high. Sugar
1: high. Brought to you by Lamar's Donuts. Going beyond the news to bring you the sweet stories. Woo-hoo-hoo!
10: Sugar slam! Shake that.
1: What's up,
6: Marty? Hello, fellas. How you doing? Good. Manchester had a word earlier that I wanted you to use, and now I can't remember what it was, but it was a very Manchester-y word. Was it Torin? No,
7: that was was Will's word of the day.
6: He used some word that I'm like, I kind of sort of half know what that means. What were we talking about? I did, Dude, I don't even know.
7: Sorry, I was breaking out the big words for you.
6: I mean, yesterday I told you I didn't really know what nepotism meant, but I figured it out recently, so I was pretty proud of that. Fancy
7: word, nepotism. Yeah.
6: Yeah, Dialing it in.
7: 27. Yeah. Exactly. All right, Marty. We're just what are you, figuring life out. What do you got for us? What is today? January 18th? Today is January
21: 18th. Okay. So Leonard Fournette turns 23 today. He's got a big game coming up this weekend. Looking at his bio, as a freshman in high school, he was on the varsity team, rushed for 2,500 yards and 30 touchdowns as a freshman. And uh, after that year, he was offered a scholarship to LSU.
7: How old are you when you were a freshman? Like
21: 13? Yeah, 13,
7: 14. (laughs) That's incredible. Ridiculous. Uh, I don't
6: think you have a learner's permit, do you? You can't
7: drive a car. I don't. You know, he was very good, especially early against Pittsburgh before he rolled the ankle and that kind of weird spin move on the swing pass. Uh, If he can run the ball effectively, uh, the the Jaguars have a a shot in Foxborough.
6: Well, we haven't talked about it yet, but what's this Brady hand thing going on? Is this Belichick just trying to stir the pot, or do we think this is actually a legitimate concern. I I believe I read a teammate ran into his hand at practice.
7: Well, and from what I understand, he's had some hand issues all year long, so it could be, hey, he's got a bad hand, and then somebody hit it and aggravated it. But with the Patriots, I'll believe it's a problem when I see Brian Hoyer lining up under center.
6: Let's go with some Dark Horse Super Bowl MVP candidates real quick here, because I think Leonard Fournette is a great Dark Horse Super Bowl MVP. You know, a lot of people got, got rich off... Betting in Vegas, and you can do these things on Vaughn Miller to be the Super Bowl MVP uh before the AFC Championship game,
0: right? You know, right. I think
6: he was 100 to one or 150 to one. Um, I'm not going to pretend to know these teams as well as I know the Broncos. How about but a Jalen Ramsey, yeah, that's he, not he, a bad he get one. A
7: pick six, and maybe another pick to help the Jags beat someone. How about Anthony Barr from Minnesota? He seems to be around the football a lot. Adam Thielen's really
6: emerged before our eyes. Sure. Sure. Uh, Latavius Murray looks like he's running the football pretty hard right now. Patriots, I mean, it was almost James White last year, right? Remember, right. it probably should have been James White. Who are we missing? The Eagles? Roads. Rhodes. Yeah, and the Eagles. Who would you go dark horse there? I, I just can't see a scenario where the Eagles win the Super Bowl. Me either. Maybe uh, pretty good running back Jay Ajayi. The little degenerates would be thrilled with that. Case. Yeah. All right, 1950,
21: Bob Feller. Uh, the previous year, he goes 15 and 14, and then he suggests to the front office that he takes a pay cut from sixty five thousand dollars to forty five thousand dollars
7: how refreshing is that to hear wow you wouldn't uh, you wouldn't hear that much nowadays 16 and 14 they'd be in there demanding a raise mm-hmm. uh, I you know what I admire that about Bob feller because Bob feller is kind of one of those guys that was such a curmudgeon when he got older about how he, he's classic how we used to do it right in my day guy he, he's, he was sort of that um, he always seemed like he was a little bitter that he was a great player but he didn't play when there was big money so to hear something like that is pretty refreshing. Uh, it's doing the right thing in life, and you don't see that very much.
21: All right. In 1971, this show makes its debut. I'm going to play the intro. H.W., I'll give you a crisp $1 bill if you can tell me the name of this show, okay? Here we go.
20: Oh, I do like Glenn Miller played.
4: Songs that made the hit parade. Guys
1: like us, we had it made. Those, Those were the days. Made.
6: What do, we, what do we got? Is that the Roseanne Barr show? No. Yeah, Good Lord. I could have got
7: that, in all seriousness, in two notes. In two notes. So, Jesse, if you have it again, play it, and
6: I'll tell you when to stop. Hang on just a second here.
7: Boy, oh, don't <laughs> wait, stop. All in the family. Uh, Come yeah, on. Carol it O'Connor be, be is Archie Bunker. Edith, Meathead.
6: Never seen an episode.
7: You've never seen it?
6: Why would I,
7: as it's a 27-year-old, watch All in the Family? It's a classic. Like, if you ever took, like, any sort of, I, I mean, I took film classes in college, but if you ever took sort any sort of media where it was appreciation of things that helped change culture, that show would have come up. Come on.
6: I would rather jab, to quote Vic, jab this pen in my eyeball than watch All in the Family.
21: Uh, we just funky? got a text.
7: It's Calais Campbell's 229 to 1. That'd be a pretty good pick.
21: Woo! Ooh. Uh 1980, Pink Floyd's The Wall hits number one. James, you, I feel like you're not a Pink Floyd guy.
7: I am not a p- Pink Floyd guy at all. Now, when I was in like eighth or ninth grade, we had to make music videos, and we did Pink Floyd's The Wall. And I can't be not at all in the family guy, but you can be not a Pink Floyd no, guy. No, no, no. You can say you're not a fan of the show. I've, I wasn't like, you know... 19, when this song came out, it wasn't in my wheelhouse, but I know it. I've heard it. I can sing along with it. I can know the appreciation of oh, it. this
6: is a Pink it, Floyd song? Even though I'm not oh, a geez. fan of the wall. I was literally wondering what Jesse was doing. I'm like, <laughs> where did our sugar fix <laughs> yeah. bed go? Oh, mini Christmas. Okay,
21: 1988, the Celtics retire Robert Parrish's number of double zero. A couple things here. What do you guys think of the choice of double zero as a number?
6: Strong. I like it. You it's like outside that? the box. Uh, I'm not a big fan. It's a little too big of. Oh, I have a chip on my shoulder, and I want everyone to know it. It's like just go play ball, James. If your kid picks double zero, you're like, all right, yeah, child. I'd be fine with that. I'd be fine with that.
7: Yeah, it, it, I don't think it's chip on shoulder at all. I think it's uh, he's he's different.
6: The okay. uh the four of us little league number. What was your favorite one? I'll go 26. It remains my lucky number to this day because I just randomly got assigned it. Nine or 18.
7: I was 14. Same thing, randomly assigned.
15: Thirty-four. I used it because of Nolan Ryan. Huh.
7: 18, Daryl Strawberry. 9, Roy Hobbs from The Natural.
6: You know what? I'd like 18 now, too, because of PFM. So, yeah. lucky numbers to me a fascinating thing. All right, so, the Celtics are retiring Paul Pierce's number coming
21: up here. Guess how many numbers the Celtics have retired? 17. Higher. Wow. Higher. 22. Yes. This will be their 22nd number.
7: We're running you, out of numbers. Do you dude. have the list in front of you? Um... No. Yeah. Okay. I don't. Right. I was going to play the game of how many of I could name of the twenty two. I'm guessing we could get half, and I would get nine of the eleven.
6: Yeah. I mean, I'd get Bird, obviously. McHale, Kevin McHale, Dennis Johnson, uh, Dave Cowens,
7: Bob Cousy. It's not as easy as you. Jojo White, who just just passed away. Passed
6: away. away, Yeah. Did they Um, retire Kevin Garnett recently?
7: No. No. I bet you they retired Reggie Lewis's number.
6: Um, I love how you guys dismiss Garnett, like he won him a title and put Mm -hmm. him on his back.
21: Pierce is just getting retired. He'd get retired before Garnett.
7: Is Pierce 22? He's number 22 in terms of of numbers retired. He's number 34. He's the 22nd. Mm -hmm. Alright, it wouldn't be as easy as you think with that team. Um, Casey Jones, is he his
21: number retired? There's a Cedric Maxwell in there. Same Wait a minute, wait
7: a minute. They retired Cedric Maxwell's jersey? On December 15th, 2003, they did that. Cedric Maxwell? Did they retire M.L. Carr, too, because he was really good at waving a towel? Cedric Maxwell?
21: We got Don Nelson, Dave Collins, okay. Bowens.
7: I said Collins. All right. All right. We, we would have got a little above half, but not great.
21: Uh This day, 2005, Earl Boykins scores. Another uh, then, word
7: Will can't say, <laughs> by the way.
21: A uh, then-record 15 points in overtime to help the Nuggets beat the uh, Seattle Sonics. The record's since been broken twice, once by Gilbert Arenas, the other one by Steph Curry.
6: Earl Boykins amazes me. He's fascinating. And he's, we got to tell people too, he's the nicest guy ever. He comes in here 12 to 1 with Julian Scott and he just rolls in, waves to me, what's up, Will? Comes and does the show. They do great on air work, the three of them. I'm a massive Earl Boykins fan and I have been for a while. I even more so now. But
7: when we sat down courtside for, with, uh, with our winners, with Jason, and and you see how enormous NBA players are. And then you come in here and you stand next to Earl Boykins and you're like, oh my gosh, he's little. I can't believe he ever scored a point in the NBA, let alone held the record for 15 points in one overtime.
6: Mm. He's amazing. Marty, we're probably going to hang up on Kyle, so I don't want to keep him waiting for too long. Okay. Uh, anything
21: else for us? Yeah, last one real quick. Uh, this day, 2015, the Patriots put a whooping on the Colts, 45-7. to That was the famous Deflategate game. Mm-hmm.
7: That's right, when the, the ball made 38 points difference. Ugh. Yeah. The flay Gate.
6: There's a I don't even story want to think
7: about it. that was just nauseating to talk about.
6: Yeah, we're we're, we're not going to dive any further into that. All right, James Manchester, Marillette, Will H.W. Peterson, Marty O., Jesse Trujillo, you got the Vic Lombardi show on Altitude 950. Up next, Kyle Keith, tell us about these red hot ass.
1: This has been your morning sugar fix, brought to you by Lamar's Donuts. Going beyond the news to bring you the sweet stories. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Coming up tonight, the Avalanche hosts the Sharks at Pepsi Center. The puck drops at 7 o'clock with a pregame show getting away at 635. Mark Moser, the radio voice of the Avalanche, will be on the call. KKSE. Parker Denver
2: on. buzzing, fire Fire. Drops it from McKinnon with a shot.
1: This is the home of your Colorado Avalanche.
0: Now on seven games in a row.
1: Altitude 950, Denver's All Sports Station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi.
2: Behind the net, Brown takes it away. Centering pass deflected, gets it back. Brown in his first game as a duck. Long shot from outside. Saved by Bernier. Silverberg to the near side. catch with the backhand shot. Saved by Bernier. Rebound up top for Fowler. Long wrist shot. Missed the net. Oh, Bernier, what a save. Crowd buzzing. Fired ahead for Landiskov to the Anaheim zone. Drops it for McKinnon with a shot. He scores! Oh, no, he didn't do that. Oh, no, he didn't. Yes, he did. Nathan!
6: I've probably heard that call about twenty times this week. I still got chills right there. Well done by Mark Moser. You can hear tonight on Altitude 950 calling the Avs and Sharks. But if you're at home watching, we encourage you to check it out on Altitude TV. Watch our man Kyle Keith, who joins us next on the hotline. What's up, Kyle?
13: Good morning, fellas. How are you? Doing
6: well. So, who are you working with tonight? You working with Riker, Lyles, both? What's the plan?
13: Oh, we're going full Rycroft, full Riker tonight.
6: Love it. Love some full Rycroft. All right, Kyle, we'll dive right in this because this team is just on fire right now. To me the story of this team, and there's about 30 of them, but I'll just spit a couple at you. And then you tell me what you think the story is. Uh, I think there's two that are the premier. I think one, it's the haul that Joe Sackett got for Matt Duchesne, who clearly needed to get out of that room. And two, it's the emergence of Nathan McKinnon as a legitimate MVP candidate. You could throw in Bernier, Ranton, and Landis Cog. But when people stop you at the grocery store right now, what do you tell them is the story of this hockey team?
13: Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, Pretty obvious. I mean, it's a, i mean, he's a. He's a product of uh, something super special, and I don't use the word super very lightly. Um, that is the question: is you know what's going on with Nathan McKinnon? And I think Peter McNabb said it best the other night on the broadcast. When I just I just asked him that exact question, I said, Pete, how do I respond to people who ask me what's going on with Nathan McKinnon? And he made a, a real nice analogy when he was playing hockey and playing against Wayne Gretzky and he had the same question and the answer was pretty simple. It was he's just better than you. He's just better at hockey than you are. It's whether it's stick handling, uh moving the puck, the speed, the quick hands, the salty passes, the you know, moving around the ice in space when he doesn't have the puck, he's just better and everyone else right now on planet earth and it's pretty apparent and if you look at his his point totals over the last four years he's only gotten above 30 points once in an entire season i believe it was 34 points he's already at the 54 mark and we got you know 39 games to go or whatever it is i mean he is he has taken his game to uh, the level that I think everyone expected. This is, this is who Nathan McKinnon is. This is not a streaky Nathan McKinnon. This is Nathan McKinnon, and we're all getting to watch, you know, something that we haven't seen in years, which is a bona fide superstar here in Denver.
7: Yeah, and Kyle, I agree with you, and I, I think one of the things that's tricky about hockey for casual fans is. A lot of times, every guy on the ice, they all kind of look the same, right? They're all roughly the same size and they're all same height and wearing the same look. Like, it's hard to differentiate. Like, you go to an NBA game, it's pretty clear that Steph Curry stands out. Oh, he's the little guy and he can shoot from wherever and he's the best player on the floor. Right. Nathan McKinnon, when you go and you're a casual fan and you don't have to be uh, a hockey expert to see that he he jumps out as, man, he's the best player on the ice. And we, it, it was like when you used to watch Forsberg and Sackick. It was like, those guys are the best. It could be your first hockey game you've ever seen, and you could tell those are the best players. I guess my question is, what? Why did the switch get flipped? What's going on that has made him go to that level this year as opposed to previous years?
13: Well, I tried to explain this yesterday, and it's uh, again, it's conversations that you have just outside the locker room with other reporters or what casual fans or Rycroft or whoever. And I, the best way to describe it is. I think in the past, Nathan McKinnon has not been able to harness his speed. And at times you would see him come into the zone with so much speed that he would turn against the boards and, and maybe make an errant pass because he was too fast for the game. And now I would compare it to, uh, you know, like Neo in the Matrix. I think I, I told you guys that before, where he's, he's slowed down his game to where he's still the same speed. But he can see it more clear than everyone else. He he can read a play before anybody else, and that's what made Gretzky so special. And I'm def- I'm not comparing the two, but I'm just saying that they could see plays two moves ahead. So they they know where players are going to be. They know their tendencies with Landeskog and in and whatever defensive pair is there. That he's able to literally dodge bullets or defensemen or move into space or create a play off the sideboards or through the neutral zone, two plays ahead of where everyone else is. And when you have that sort of chemistry that that top line does have, they know that that's where Nathan's going to be. They know that if he's coming down, you know, at 100 miles an hour, They know that they need to be inside the slot, or they need to be cleaning up pucks on the far side of the goaltender. They know what he's going to do. Now, benefit to that is the defensemen don't. Okay, they're giving him so much space and room because they don't want to wind up on their butt. That he's got, he's got like a a green light to sort of move and maneuver, you know, on the sheet ice. And I don't mean just in the offensive zone. I mean anywhere. I mean, if if he turns you, he's gone. And it's an odd man rush, and I think everybody is benefiting from that. It, you know, even like Tyson Berry when he was back, when he was still in the lineup, he he would say the, re- the reason I have so many points is because I'm playing with Nathan McKinnon. You know, you give him the puck, you're going to more than likely get an assist, or if you're on the ice at the same time as him, you're more. Than, we've gotten to the point, guys, where we expect him to have a two, three point night every single night because when he touches the puck something is happening and it's not streaky it's you know all the players say i don't believe it streak streak this streak that talk about jinx whatever they're playing some really good hockey and it's it's apparent it's apparent to us that are broadcasting fans that are watching and now the rest of the national hockey league and the national media are taking notice
6: Kyle uh, it was my hot take I, I believe yesterday or 2 days ago on the show that you know this love of hockey that I that I had as a child growing up in this town is quickly coming back. That you know, I had developed into such a Broncos fan recently. But if I'm just being brutally honest, I, I was spoiled as a child watching this team go to the Western Conference Finals seemingly every year. What would you say to some fans out there who are maybe a little hesitant to quote unquote get sucked back in, but know that they need to because this team is so special right now?
13: I would just ask them: Do you like the party? I mean, do you like to get down? I mean, do you like to party? I mean, do you like to go and have fun and scream your face off, regardless if it's a loss? I mean, at home, guys, they're the highest scoring team in the National Hockey League. I mean, you're going you're gonna to go to Petstown. You're going to see some action. I mean, and there's no doubt about it, whether it's a 6-5 loss to the Tampa Bay Lightning or it's a 7-2 beat the snot out of the wild. I mean, it is. It's just exciting. And, look, you're not going to go to Pepsi Center and see a win. I mean, this streak eventually is going to come to an end, and it's going to be, oh, my God, well, I told you. Blah, blah, blah. That's not the point. The point is is they're playing a brand of hockey that is entertaining to watch. You know, whether it's the, the high-flying Nuggets of, uh, of the 80s or it's the 2001 Stanley Cup champion uh, Avalanche or it's last year's Rockies, Or it's, uh, you know, Peyton Manning's offense, you know, two, three years ago where they, you know, they scored just a ridiculous amount of points. We're seeing that. And I had a guy on, on Twitter the other night say, whoa, 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 you know, hold your horses. Don't get ahead of yourself. And I was like, why? Why? Why would I do that? I mean, why not ride a hot streak? What's fun about being optimistically cautious your whole life? You know, if you've got to run like this, who cares? Be part of it, you know? Be excited about it. Don't be so nervous that that something negative is going to happen that you miss the opportunity to actually enjoy things like this because there are very few teams, especially in the National Hockey League, where there's so much parity and every team is essentially legit, is good. You have to ride these because they don't happen very often. So I would tell the casual fan, get a ticket and just sit back and enjoy and get ready to not have a voice the next day, whether it's a win or a loss because you're going to see – a good brand
7: of hockey. No, I 100% agree with you, Kyle. And, and I, not to totally change gears here, but normally when we have you on this show, we, we, we talk a little Bronco quarterback. So we'll close the polls as soon as he took a, a slight lead earlier in our debate. So I'm going to have you go ahead and step in and maybe be the electoral college and yeah. decide this thing. Uh, you're sitting there at number five. Sam Darnold's still on the board. Baker Mayfield's on the board. Who you taking?
13: is Josh Allen gone? Yeah, he
7: went one overall in this scenario.
13: He went to Cleveland. Correct. Uh well, I I I don't know what either one of you said, but I I'll take uh I'll take the fire. I mean, I'll take I'll take Baker Mayfield.
15: Boom.
13: I just I, I that's what John Elway came out and said, "Look, we need you need passion at that position. You need you need somebody to fire up the troops, and if there's one thing that we've learned, two things that we've learned about Baker Mayfield, one, he's 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 a firework. I mean, he is he's all about passion. He is all about the moment. And number two, he's a winner. I mean, that guy is a winner. Regardless if he's you know in the spotlight or in the media for being drunk out in the city, which you know whatever. I, I I'll take the fire over you know Darnold any day. I mean, there's nothing that he does really that excites me. He's a good quarterback, and he'll 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 probably be okay in the National Football League but I'll I'll take I'll take the fired up kid because that's what this city needs they need somebody to get behind and whether it's positive or negative you need sort of a, a wild card right now because what you have is just pure oatmeal. We should have we should
7: have we should have stopped you at the hockey questions.
6: Yeah, well said, well said. Hey Kyle, real quick, <laughs> we got to get you out of here because I'm going to get yelled at for going long. So in 30 seconds or less, McKinnon told me the other night that he wants uh, this team to turn to a cup or bust attitude. I agree with you that you, in life you have to seize moments, seize opportunities. 95% of the texters are are glad I'm bringing up that comment, and then 5% are telling me what an idiot I am. Uh, where can this journey end? And should we not care right now?
13: No, you absolutely should care. I mean, wh- I I would say.